0: U-100 is W-A-U-E and W-A-U-E-H-D, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. scott warrior football lives here this is the countdown to kickoff presented by russell building supply on the lee scott sports network
1: As we approach the end of September and the start of October, the high school football season surges on. Your Lee Scott Warriors are back on the road tonight to take on the Otago Generals. Tonight, we have two teams with 4-1 records and just one loss in region play. Second place in the region hangs in the balance tonight, which we all know brings home field advantage in the postseason. The Generals are confident and ready, having last year's 42-7 loss burning in their minds. Head coach Buster Daniel was proud of his team's response last Week and the Warriors win over Macon East, but a much bigger challenge awaits here tonight in Prattville, Alabama. It's time for Friday Night Football Live between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Otago Generals. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
2: Bending, stretching, walking the simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restorative. From total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the orthopedic clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit TheOrthoClinic.com to schedule your appointment today.
3: Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's blue eyes are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road.
4: Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com.
0: Listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics.
1: We are live here in Prattville, Alabama, as your Lee Scott Warriors getting ready to take on the Autoga Generals, just the second road game of the season, and Lee Scott looking to perform better than they did the first time. Hello everybody, Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply, experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Well, it should be a lot of fun here tonight as Lee Scott looking to come off of a nice win over Macon East, and now they have a chance to get a nice win over Otago. Both of these teams are 4-1, and 2-1 and one in region play, and as I welcome in my broadcast partner Christian Griffin. Christian, last time we were on the road, Lee Scott did not perform well there in Phoenix City on the road at Glenwood, but Lee Scott bounced back last week, and they got a nice win on homecoming night against Macon East.
6: Yeah, really good job there from Buck. Buster Daniels getting his mind right, getting his team's mind right for that game against Macon East. You're looking to build that momentum as we hit a couple road games in a row here come late September.
1: Yeah, well, Lee Scott again here on the road taking on Otaga in what should be a beautiful night for uh, for football. Um, temperature beginning to drop just a little bit. Wish it was as cool as it was yesterday, man. It was beautiful over in Auburn yesterday. But what did you see last week, Christian, from this Lee Scott football team, offensively and defensively? We had Jake White with five touchdowns. You had the defense that had three interceptions on the night. Uh, one of those began or became a pick six. And so what did you see? from the team last week that really impressed you, that they can carry into this game here tonight?
6: Yeah, we can talk about offense and defense, but I think the thing that we highlight the most is the mindset. We talked about last week how all the homecoming festivities, it's really easy to possibly get your mind in the wrong spot and all of a sudden find yourself in trouble. Well, after the first quarter, you could tell that that Lee Scott team was focused and they had the right mindset coming into today or coming into last Friday night, and you're just really hoping they can keep that mindset here on the road. Against Otaga.
1: Last week, uh Lee Scott defeating Macon East, uh Autaga coming off of a thirty four to six victory last week. This offense for Otaga, the generals, averaging over thirty three points a game. How does this Lee Scott offense and defensive coordinator Jacob Osmond how do you prepare for a team like this that has a couple of big explosive guys, they want to get out to the edge, how does a defense prepare for that?
6: Well, I think the biggest thing is sometimes the best way to help your defense is by producing on offense. If you're able to play the football that Lee Scott wants to be able to play, and you can control the clock, control the running game, you're putting that offense for Otago on the field less and less. You're putting your defense in good stats to make stops and put that offense back
1: on the board and put points on the board for your team. Lee Scott in Otago about 22 minutes away from kickoff here as we are in the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply, experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown. Home center, reminder that tonight's game and every game here on the Lee Scott Sports Network is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. When we come back, my pregame conversation with Lee Scott Headfoot football coach Buster Daniel he talks about the win last week and what to do tonight to get a win on the road and improve to 5 and 1 that's coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic
7: experience and knowledge from the pros
1: Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details.
7: Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo
9: Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422 we
1: here in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. I'm Jacob Goins joined by head coach Buster Daniel for Lee Scott Academy Football and coach back on the road again tonight taking on Ontaga but before that we got to talk about the game last week uh, versus Macon East. Your guys responded really, really well. Bounced back, big 56-7 victory. What did you see from your team last week?
10: Well, I saw uh, a team that, like you just said, about, they bounced back um, you know, we did what we were supposed to do with a team that, you know, we were most superior than they were um, and we got on them early and uh, and did the things we were supposed to do we executed and uh, you know that's what you're supposed to do and so I was proud of my guys
1: what did you see from your team's mentality and preparation going into a game like that coming off of uh, the first loss in a long time for Lee Scott Academy
10: well you know uh, I mentioned last week that on uh, our Monday practice for that game was uh, was a little uh, less than desire, you know, well, we came out kind of flat, um, you know, we had to get their attention again, and, and it's surprising after you get beat, trying to get back on the saddle again, um, coming out flat, uh, sometimes kids are kids, and you got to get them remotivated. and, uh, you know, we did that, uh, you know, I got them going Tuesday, Wednesday, and had a great Thursday practice also, so it was much
1: better. And it always helps when you can play at home, when you can play at home uh, in front of the Lee Scott fans. It was homecoming night as well, and so uh, it was really, really just a packed house. A lot of alumni were here as well, and just a great night here at Judd Scott Field.
10: Oh, absolutely. Like I you, you mentioned homecoming. and It was a great night. Uh, a lot of people on the hill, a lot of people you know, we hadn't seen in a while, had some old former players come out, um, and, uh, and and we were just hoping we put a good product on the field, and I think we did that, and it was good to see a lot of, a lot of old faces and familiar faces.
1: Well, now you go back on the road, uh, something you've only done one time, of course, on the Road to Glenwood, where uh, Lee Scott Academy fell short. How do you prepare to go on the road once again? I know you've talked about preparation tends to be the same for you guys. It's another game, but you are on the road a little bit farther road trip this week. How do you prepare for that?
10: Well, it, it, it's it's the same. You know, it, we don't we don't we don't think about going on the road football field the football field. So that's that's kind of how we go into it mentally and, uh, and and physically. It's all the same thing, but uh, we just we just prepare the same way. It don't matter if we're at home on the road. It doesn't matter. Uh, we prepare whether the team is zero and five or five and. Oh,
1: it doesn't matter. So yes, we're fair the same way, but uh, it's just another football field to us. Utica is four and one so far this season, two and one in the region. Same thing as we are uh, so far this season. What have you seen from them early on that could give you guys some struggles tonight?
10: Well, they have a couple of guys that are uh, really explosive. Uh, number six, number seven. I'm sorry, I don't know the names, but uh, they could give us trouble tonight if we don't if we don't hem them up. Uh, they're really good in space. Um, like I said, very explosive. We we worked all week on, on containing those two guys. And if we can do that, I like our chances tonight.
1: What is it that they've done? I know you've watched a bunch of film and getting ready for this game. What have they done early on this season to get them to what is an impressive 4-1 record so far?
10: Well, it's mostly offense. Like I said, we talked about those two guys, man. They're, they're explosive. And they get on the edge. Or, you know, they, they can take it to the house. Um, so we have got to really contain those guys, but that's what they've done early. Um, defense is pretty good, pretty good too. Uh, he lost a lot of kids last year, um, but they had had some return guys They played a little bit. But uh, good football team. Uh, so we 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 had to prepare all week to get ready for them. Uh, we know it's the state, you know, that we're still fighting for the number two uh, team in the region to get a home field advantage. So uh, you know, we, we had to work all week to get ready for this game.
1: How have you been preparing with defensive coordinator Jacob Osmond? This Autoga team scores over thirty points a game. on average this season, and uh, we know that explosive offenses, especially what we saw against Glenwood, if they do get out to the edge, guys can get away at times. And so what's the the game plan with you and Coach Osmond this week to talk about and prepare for some of those explosive guys from Altago?
10: Well, we went into it Monday. Uh, we haven't tackled on the edge very well uh, against Glenwood or even making it easy. You know, they, they took similar game plan to Glenwood did, you know, getting screens out on the edge and throwing swing passes. And, and uh, our guys got to do a better job of tackling on the outside. Um, and we worked on that starting Monday. You know, we, we, we've we done something this week that we hadn't done uh, pretty much since the fall practice started. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went full speed on the defense side of the ball, taking guys to the ground. Um, you know, when you do that, you have, you take a chance to get somebody hurt. But, you know, we, we had to prepare. We had to do things the right way. We had to go back and tackle the way we were supposed to tackle. Um, and, and we've done that, and we've had three really good days of tackling, and our defense has gotten better. So uh, I, I think it's going to pay off tonight, and uh, we'll see.
1: How did the guys respond to going full on in practice defensively, hitting guys and taking them to the ground and doing all those things that you just talked about?
10: You know, they had fun. You know, they, I bet they, they did. talked about it. You know, they, <laughs> they, they 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 like doing stuff like that, but you can't do it all the time, especially when you got uh, you know low numbers like we have. We don't have a whole lot of depth, so you know we can't take a lot of chances like that. But they enjoyed it. Uh, they actually said they want. Want to do some more, but you know you got to tone back a little bit. But our guys had a good time doing it. They got better,
1: and that's what it's all about. Jake White had five total touchdowns last week. Uh, just an explosive player. You can see it every time he steps on the field. He's the fastest, physical, and just pretty much the most athletic guy when he steps out there every time. What have you seen from him, and, and what makes him just so special?
10: Well, Jake, number one is a great kid. You know he works hard. He works extremely hard. He does stuff in the off season. Uh, he's in the weight room all the time. He works on his craft, um, and, and it shows on Friday. Friday night, You know, we, uh, we Coach Wade has scripted five plays last week. I may mean, have mentioned it that, you know, we were going supersonic speed. Mm-hmm. We were going to put the ball down and run five straight plays before, you know, they could turn around. Um, and we go out to first series and, and we run speed sweep and Jake, you know, takes it to the house. We come back out second series, do the same thing. Jake takes it to the house. So I told Coach Wade on the says, I said, Coach, if we're going to run this five plays, you better go play number two <laughs> and give these other guys a chance to, take the, to touch the ball. So, but yeah, he is a he's a fantastic you know football player, but he's an even better young man.
1: If a defense is able to stop him or slow him down, I think it's a better way to put it. Who are some other guys on offense that you've seen so far this year that are kind of go-tos for you on that side of the football?
10: Yeah, you know, we got a stable of running backs. You know, with, with J.J. Myers, uh, Banks Sims, Tyler Kennedy – and uh, you know even and and, and Parker Parker Wright, uh, and then we even got some ninth grade guys that have been touching the ball late for us in games. So we've got a lot of running backs can that can that can uh, do the job for us. Um, you got guys on the outside like Harrison Short, and you got Brady Sigelski, You got Jake, of course. You got Miles. Uh, Zachary's going to be back tonight full speed. Okay, good. Um, you know there, there's a lot of guys that we can go to. You know you saw in the Glenwood game, the running game shut down. We went to the air. I mean so we've got some talented guys that we can go to. Of course, we want to run the football. I'm an old offensive line coach. That's what I want to do. So we're going to try to establish that first. Um, but we, we have plenty of guys can do the job for us.
1: Lee Scott, head football coach Buster Daniel, joining us here in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. Coach, on the road tonight at Autaga, what does your team have to do? What do you have to do well to come out with a win and improve to 5-1 this season?
10: Well, you know, we talked about it. we got to be able to stop those guys on the run. They like to get on the edge. Um, the, up the middle, inside the box, I think we're good. But if those guys get outside, we, you know, we could be in for a long night. Uh, again, we got to go back and snap out run game. I want to do that. I want to be balanced on the offense. You know, uh, Pelzarese has proven he can throw the ball around a little bit, so we're good there. Um, you know, we just need be balanced. And the uh, biggest thing I want to do is take care of penalties. You know, we have, we've had silly penalties here the last couple of weeks. We've got to stop doing that. You know, the silly penalties I'm talking about is before the snap and after the ball's dead. So we got to stop stuff like that because it really hurts you down the road. And if you're in a tight game, that'll really hurt you. So we got to take care of those little things for, on our side.
1: Lee Scott on the road tonight taking on Otaga. Kickoff is just moments away. We'll be right back here on the Russell Building Supply. Countdown to kickoff on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
12: Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith's Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile.
0: is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action.
1: Back here in Prattville, Alabama, as your Lee Scott Warriors getting set to take on the Autauga Academy Generals on the road here on a Friday night. I'm Jacob Goins. Alongside me, as always, is Christian Griffin here in the booth in Prattville. As we got a nice view right here at the 50 yard line, a couple levels up in the press box, looking really, really nice out here uh, at Prattville at Autauga Academy. Let's go ahead and get into our starting lineups tonight. Uh, Christian, you'll go ahead and give us those starting lineups. As always, starting lineups are presented by the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University see upcoming events at goosecenter.auburn.edu
0: it's time now for the Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups presented by the performing arts center
6: Starting on the offensive side of the ball, those big boys up front, Cam Arwood, Carter Gibson, Connor Stewart, Jackson Lee, and Max Scheiber out wide. Harrison Short, Jake White, Lane Eddins, and Brady Sajelski controlling that offense. Quarterback Pelzer Reeves and alongside him, running back J.J. Myers. On the defensive side of football, Jackson Lee will be your nose guard this evening. Defensive end, Lane Eddins and Hayden Kelly. We got Tyler Kennedy at the jack. Those linebackers, Christian Horak, Sam Jackson, and J.J. Myers. And those Warriors
1: DBs, J.J. Myers, Walker Fisher, Trip Vaughn, Hutchins Blomeyer, and Brady Sajelski. Those are your starting lineups brought to you by the Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. And Christian, while we have just a few more minutes before we have the National Anthem and everything here, take our final break as we wrap up the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kickoff. Let's go ahead and get into our keys to the game. Brought to you by Jeff Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988.
6: Yeah, a couple of them we hit in the pregame. First one, Road Warriors. Uh, Lee Scott has proven that they're comfortable playing at home on Jet Scott Field in their one road game so far. Fell to Glenwood. and. Did a couple of things that we're not used to seeing that Lee Scott offense and the defense surrender. So looking to find things here on the road at Autaga, execution is the key. Second, play Lee Scott football. We talked about the Autaga offense and the explosiveness that they can provide when they're on the offensive side of the ball. For your least, or If you're Lee Scott, run the ball, control the clock, play the game that you know how to play. And third, explosives. We talked about it just a minute ago, but good and bad on the offensive and defensive side of the football. If you can find some on offense, you're in good shape, and on defense, do everything you can to eliminate them.
1: We've heard a lot this week, and I'm going to add one more key before we wrap this up. We've heard a lot this week. The number six and number seven, that is yes. Landon Henry and Cameron Wright are the two guys we need to watch out for for Altaga. It's the two guys that Lee Scott needs to watch out for as well. They have to find those two guys, get them down to the ground, and get them in space. That is your keys to the game, brought to you by Jeff Trant, Funeral Home and Crematory, serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. Call on them in your time of need.
6: And going back to the defensive side of the football, stopping those offensive threats. We got word that Miles Zachary will be returning to that defensive secondary, a really big key for that Lee Scott defense.
1: Just a few minutes away from the National Anthem, prayer teams will take the field, and we'll be ready for kickoff here between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Autoga Generals in Prattville, Alabama, on a Friday night here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. Kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligible required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for details.
7: Come in and get- your
9: system the car stereo shop steve from the car stereo shop in auburn and yes we did move to a new location right behind custom trucks unlimited newer bigger better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible and after 18 years our customer satisfaction is still priority one come see us at 1823 Opalika road that is right behind custom trucks unlimited or call us at (laughs) 334-887-8422
0: listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the
1: action. Just a few minutes away between Lee Scott and Autauga here on a Friday night in Prattville, Alabama. I'm Jacob going alongside me as always. Is Christian Griffin in the booth. We're just a couple of moments away from the National Anthem. We want to take a quick station identification. We'll throw it to break, come back and have kickoff between Lee Scott and Autauga here on AU100. AU100
0: is W-A-U-E and W-A-U-E-H-D, Waverly, Auburn and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports
1: Network. Lee Scott and Autogus set to do battle. The captains are at midfield. We're about to have... ...the national anthem of prayer and ...the start of Lee Scott... ...and what's going to be... Really full football game here in Glad you're with us. The pros at your hometown, home center. When we come back, kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Autoga Generals on AU 100 here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
2: an
7: appointment today.
3: The young hero that does the dirty work. your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opalika Road.
4: 1907, Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC online at AuburnBank.com.
7: System the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the
9: Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422.
5: Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready
2: to smile bending stretching walking the simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain when that happens the orthopedic clinic is here to help the orthopedic clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs physical therapy and sports medicine with offices conveniently located in auburn and opelika the orthopedic clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion visit the to schedule your appointment today
0: The action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Googe Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank & Trust. Now, here's color analyst Christian Griffin and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins.
1: We are live here in Prattville, Alabama, as your Lee Scott Academy Warriors are set to take on the Autauga Generals on the road here on a Friday night. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. As we have the beautiful National Anthem, the teams are on the field, and we're just about set between Lee Scott and Autauga. Christian, you have the result of our coin toss, and of course, our coin toss brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner. Olean Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and in Smith Station. And that's where uh, that is our coin toss sponsor. So what's the result?
6: Yeah, so Altago won the coin toss. They will receive. So Matt Relater is lining up to kick off to start this game here this evening. Lee Scott will receive the second-half kick. And apologies right before kickoff. We are trying to get this camera up and going. It was all good during pregame. But Matt Relator kicks it off, and we will get going here in Prattville, Alabama. And Matt Relator, as he does so often, kicks it into the end zone. Hits about five yards deep, and we will see the Otaga offense first. And again, the names that we have heard throughout the week, number six, Landon Henry, and number seven, Cameron Wright, are the guys that we are looking out for on that Lewis Scott defense. As number nine, quarterback Mason Eamon stands in the shotgun to take the first snap of the ball game.
1: So Mason Eamon in the shotgun, appreciate it, flip out to the near side here on the Otago side, line out across the 20 and brought down after a couple of yard gain, a couple of Warriors there. And already we see six and seven in the ball game early and in action early for Otago on offense. Yeah, we're told that Cameron
6: Wright, number seven, He's the donkey. He's their go-to, guys, the guy that they lean on. So why not lead him on the first play? Picks up a couple, makes it second and manageable.
1: So Otaga now, two receivers set to the left, man in motion now in the backfield, one off the right hip. That's a screen out to the near side, across the 25, and forced out of bounds. A couple of the Warriors there once again, and a nice gain on second down. Otaga moving the football, but at least got there to recover.
6: Yeah, Scream pass to Barrett McIntyre here. Just getting it out to the outside. Makes about a third and three coming up for the Otago offense. And apologies again. We are still trying to work on this camera. For everybody watching on Facebook and on YouTube, handoff up the middle, bounces it outside. He gets the hole. And he breaks it up the right side. Will be tripped up at about the 45-yard line. Solid run there from Cameron Wright. Broke contain from the the far side corner. And a toggle with a fresh set of downs. Get a play that looked like a little bit of a halfback die. Right up the middle. Bounced it out right. And beat the corner to the sideline. Just got tripped up by a Warrior there. But a first and ten right at the 43-yard line, run right up the middle, and nothing doing there, four or five Warriors in on the play, nothing more, but about a yard and a half, maybe two there from Cameron Wright, brings up a second and eight.
1: Already you can see Autoga, they want to move the football, they're going to run it, they're going to try to get it out in space as well, Lee Scott, they've they've held so far as, uh, what, I'll talk about the 45-yard line, still in their own territory, moving right to left on your radio dial.
6: And a pre-snap penalty. Looks like it's going to be – looked like a false – actually, we're going to call it offsides. I don't – I didn't see any motion before the snap. If anything, I thought it was from a receiver outside. But that will advance the ball to about the – oh, right, actually right at midfield for a second and long three, maybe four here for Otago right at midfield. A pitch out to right, bounces it back up the middle. It gets just across midfield, maybe about a yard and a half past the initial line of scrimmage, brings up their second, third down of the evening. Otaga in their black helmets, black jerseys with a white and a gold stripe along the sleeves. Very similar look, too. Uh, SEC Vanderbilt look, if you can imagine that. Lee Scott in their road whites, Navy helmets, their white jerseys, red pants with the white stripe going down the side, and red numbers. A third and three coming up. Another handoff right up the middle. And Cameron Wright hit right at the first down marker, leans forward and picks up just a couple more. So that will be enough for another Autahoga first down. And, again, we've mentioned it, Cameron Wright, again, a name that we're going to be calling throughout the night. He's been called in everything but one play so far for that Otaga offense.
1: Yeah, he's been involved early. And you just if you're Lee Scott, you know who's getting the football, but sometimes it's still tough to figure out how to stop him because Otaga is so good at finding multiple ways to get their playmakers in space, there as we see one. right here. There it is again. Another run handoff right up the middle, bounces it outside. Something that we've
6: liked to that we've seen so far with Wright. Really likes to get out in space and make men miss and try and beat him to the sideline. As he does there, goes to the near sideline, cuts it up for about an eight-yard gain. Second and two coming up for Altaga. And as you mentioned, sometimes you might know who's getting the ball, but with an offensive line that's ex- executing the way that Altaga's is so far, it's hard to, hard to come up with a game plan to stop even if you know who's getting the ball. Eamon takes a shotgun snap and hands it off to Cameron Wright once again down the right side, cuts it back up the middle, breaks the tackle, and is tripped up right at the 32-yard line. But another first down run for Cameron Wright. Tripped up by Miles Zachary. Again, we talked about that name in the pregame. Welcome back from his injury. A good open field tackle on the
1: backside there. Good to see him back in the ball game, back on the field for Lee Scott, dealing with that leg injury. Good to see him back out there.
6: But another first down for Cameron Wright and that Otaga offense. And if it's not broke, I don't think Otaga plans on fixing it, and they're not. There's another handoff right up the middle, bounces it left side to the near side. Good block there from the running back, and Cameron Wright will dance out of bounds right around the 22-yard line. will be right at the chains. We'll see, and they, they are going to call it another first down. So a methodical drive here. From Otago, we've seen unless we want to call that first that first play a little shovel pass. It has been all right, we saw the screen pass on the second play. There it is. So the the one pass for sure there, but everything else, it has been Cameron right so far. Cameron actually gets a breather here. Brought in Jacob Holland in the backfield with Mason Eamon. Takes a shotgun snap. Another halfback run right up the middle. Number 24 for Lee Scott. Sam Jackson in there to plug that hole. Holland leans forward, gets about three or four. Again, I think Autogo's happy with picking up three or four on first down, puts them in second and medium, and it opens that entire playbook for either another run, get the third and two or show, or if you're able to pick up the sticks like they're doing
1: and just continue things moving. I'll talk now in the shotgun, sweep to the right side, number three off to the right, Lee Scott able to recover nicely on that far side. It was Banks Sims, so the outside linebacker, able to get there and stop the very speedy Damian Dickerson, the sophomore wide receiver, in, in motion. And again, another
6: good, solid job there. Makes it about third and four, third and five. This will be a big stop for the Lee Scott defense, a little bend but don't break mentality as you've given up some chunk plays. But if you can hold down here and Bunker
1: force a field goal or a fourth down opportunity, it'd be huge for that Lee Scott defense. 6.49 to play, still no score in the first quarter between Lee Scott and Autaga. Shotgun, handoff, snap, running back, falls to the ground. Cameron Wright never got his footing in the background. He tried to go right, cut back up to the middle, and just got tangled up in his own feet. And Lee Scott able to hold him once again. 55, Hayden Kelly
6: in on the play. Really broke it up. Was that a break through that line of scrimmage? And I think even if Cameron Ra- Cameron I almost said Rising, Cameron Wright. Yeah, I don't think Cam Rising's out here. <laughs> no, he's still he's still dealing with his own injury
1: about 4th and six, and 4th and seven play. Mason Eamon fumbles the snap in the backfield. Warriors jump all over it. Lee Scott comes up with the football in the backfield. There is a flag on the play, but as of right now, it's Hayden Kelly who comes up with the football, and Lee Scott jogs off the field defensively. We'll think it's on Otaga, and the Warriors should take over going the other way.
6: Hayden Kelly again with the fumble recovery, breaking through the seam of that offensive line it is going to be an illegal shift on otago so lee scott will decline that penalty and they will take over right at the 25 yard line so again as we mentioned a bend but don't break mentality for that lee scott defense coming up with a big third down stop as well as that fourth down fumble recovery and we get to see Pelzer Reeves in that Lee Scott offense take the field for the
1: first time tonight. It is Pelzer in the shotgun. That's where he will spend about 99% of his time on the offense. Running back off his right hip, one receiver out to the left, two out to the right, six oh seven to play. It's Jake White in motion from right to left. They fake it to him, hand off up the middle. It's Myers and gets out near the 30-yard line down around the 28-29 with under six to play in the opening quarter, no score.
6: It'll be interesting to see how much we use Jake as eye candy early on to get J.J. Myers going,
1: and that was Tyler Kennedy. My apologies, Jake or J.J. Okay. Uh, Myers in the ball game now. Second and manageable for Lee Scott. It's a handoff to JJ. Up the middle, hit immediately, able to bounce off one tackle, but driven back to around the 27-yard line. So maybe a loss on the play, and Lee Scott will have a third and medium here coming up.
6: Yeah, it looked like he got right back to the original line of scrimmage. But Lee Scott with their first big third down of the evening deep deep in their own territory.
1: Third down for the Warriors. Ball around the 27-yard line. First down is the 35. Pelzer takes the snap. Throw in the hallway. Rolls out to the near side. Has his man. It's Jake White. Hit right out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Maybe the 36. First down, Lee Scott.
6: Yeah, just a great play call there. Double receivers out to the near side. Jake White in the slot. They send Blomeyer out on the, on the wide side. Just on a little clearance route, Jake Wyatt runs a little out route right at the first down marker and bounces outside for the first first down for the Lee Scott offense.
1: See if we have any tempo for Lee Scott. Two receivers out to the left, one out to the right all by himself. It's a fake handoff, miscommunication. Pelzer just has to tuck it and try to make something out of nothing. He cannot. It'll be a loss on the play. Quarterback went one way, running back went the other way, and most of the time that means bad news. Yeah,
6: took the shotgun snap and was expecting, was looking at the defensive end, looking to to run a little bit of a zone read. But, yeah, as you mentioned, miscommunication in the backfield. A busted play. Good job there from Pelzer just to get back to the line of scrimmage but not what you wanted to see early. We talked about execution being such a key factor, especially on the road. Definitely wanting
1: to clean up those early mistakes here in the first quarter. Looks to be Jake White out wide to the left by himself. They throw a screen out to him, and they missed him. Wide open. It had room to run. Pelzer Reeves just got a little ahead of himself, threw it out of the hands, out of the reach, I should say, of Jake White. With 4.18 to play, still no score between Lee Scott and Otaga here in the first quarter. This is the Auburn Bank first quarter. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott Academy football.
6: Yeah, we talk about how we've seen from other teams going in Lee Scott's favor, that low snap can throw off the quarterback's timing, and it seems like it did that. Pelzer tried to rush it out to Jake White and overthrew him.
1: Third down for the Warriors. Pelzer rolls to the left, tries to set his feet, sets, throws to the sideline, has Jake White. A diving effort play was made about a yard short on the far sideline over in front of the Lee Scott Warrior football team. And Jake Jake on the second effort tried to dive and get there. We'll see where they spot it. And they're going to say first down. Heck of a second effort for Jake White. There's the strength and the athleticism we've seen all season long. Yeah, ran a little curl
6: route on the far side. Got hit about two yards shy of the first down and just reached the ball out almost as if he was trying to get into the end zone across the across the goal line. But extended it just far enough for a first down. Two really good throws
1: there from Reeves on third down. First and ten, it's a handoff to, believe it was, Tyler Kennedy. Off to the far side over on that Lee Scott sideline. It was, he picks up. Five, maybe six on the first down carry, and J.J. Myers back in the ballgame at running back. Lee Scott moving left to right on your radio dial. We appreciate you all tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app.
6: Those are two really big confidence throws for Pels Reeves. I'll continue after this play.
1: Pelzer drops back, throws down the middle, got his man, diving attempt, can't get there. Just out of the reach of Jake White. It was a few inches away from a touchdown, just a little too much air under the football and a missed opportunity for Lee Scott.
6: It was, Jake White right up the seam, ran a little skinny post right in between the two safeties, had him beat, but Pelzer just put a little bit too much air on it, just out of the outstretched hands. Of Jake White, but going back to Pelzer Reeves, those big throws on third down. The first one rolling out to his right, second one rolling out to his left. Really big confidence booster for that quarterback early on, as we saw him struggle early last week, but early success here tonight.
1: Pelzer takes a low snap, throws it out here to Miles Zachary. Stiff arm at the 50, lowers his helmet, and is knocked out of bounds at the 42-yard line. It was good enough for a first down by about two yards, and the Warriors are in enemy territory for the first time tonight with 3.08 to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter.
6: Yeah, great job there from Miles Zachary, taking the screen on the near side, bouncing off a would-be tackler, a great stiff arm,
1: and able to get just enough for a first down. Warriors have the football on the 42-yard line of Otago it is Tyler Kennedy off the left hip of Pelzer Reeves. Fake to him, screen out to White on the left side. Has a block, gets the edge. Across the 50, across the 30, excuse me, the first down marker is what I meant to say, and knocked out of bounds near that 30-yard line. We'll see if they give him any more yardage after that, but another first down. The sticks will move again for the Warriors.
6: Really good job by Harrison's short wide receiver blocking in front of that screen. Able to hold on to his man, allow Jake to bounce it outside and pick up the first down.
1: 2.42 to play in the opening quarter. Lee Scott trying to break open a scoreless ball game on the road. Pelzer, turn, handoff. J.J. Myers up the middle, cuts it back up, and is ripped down near the 20-yard line. They'll say he's down around the 19. And that puts Lee Scott in the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse in Auburn Tradition for over 30 years.
6: And going back to the confidence in that passing game early, if you're able to spread the Otago defense in those screens and those out routes, you're really going to open up the middle in that running game for J.J. Myers and for Miles Zachary, and we saw it right there on that first down carry.
1: Belzer takes the shotgun snap, pitches it to Jake White in motion from right to left, picks up five, maybe six. And it just seems like effective plays right now for Lee Scott. Autoga doesn't have a whole lot of an answer right now. Lee Scott moving the football pretty much with ease down the field so far. Yeah, it seems like both offenses are having
6: success going up against their defense. The right play calling so far on their first
1: drive. 2.14 to play. Clock stopped on the out-of-bounds run. Pelzer brings a man in motion. Low snap again. It was Zachary. Hand off to Kennedy. Cuts to the left. Picks up a block. Runs and is knocked out of bounds inside the five-yard line. Just another effective run and so many good blocks for Lee Scott down the field. When Buster Daniel looks at the film, that's what he points out. That's what he's impressed about. And it's worked really, really well for Lee Scott here early. Yeah, and you got to give a lot of credit to both backs for the vision
6: that they have, being able to use those blockers to their advantage and bounce it outside when they need to or to cut it up.
1: It is J.J. Myers, the running back. He gets the call, he gets the carry, and he gets the touchdown. Warriors are on the board with 2-0-2 to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Touchdown, Lee Scott.
6: Yeah, just a great inside run there. Was untouched and found his way into the end zone. Credit to all the big boys up front. A dominating drive by that offensive line. Pelzer with zero pressure in the backfield and all those runs, as you mentioned. Just really well-executed chunk
1: plays time and time down the field. And Lee Scott finds the board first. Senior kicker Matt Relater out to hit the PAT or attempt the PAT. One of these days we're going to jinx him and we're going to have to take the blame for it. Relater kick is up and kick is good. Seven nothing Warriors on the road with two oh two to play in the opening quarter. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. nothing. Lee Scott here early in the football game with 2-0-2 to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Lee Scott takes their off, their opening drive on offense all the way down the field and scores a touchdown. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Matt Relater out to kick it away, left to right to the Autoga Generals. And it is high. Into the end zone and out of the back of it for a touchback. Sun is down, lights are on here in Prattville, Alabama. So Lee Scott able to. Step it up defensively, stop that Autauga drive that picked up a couple of first downs. They come out on offense, and they take it the length of the field. A nice lengthy drive for the Warriors, and it's 7 nothing. Lee Scott here in the first quarter. A good start for the Warriors on the road.
6: That defense coming out for their second drive of the evening. Look to see if they've made any adjustments on trying to stop number seven early.
1: It is. Camden right out across the edge. It'll be a hold that comes back. He's down the sideline. They're going to say he steps out at the 40. At least got beneficiaries of a hold because he was gone. If they don't call that a hold, they're on Autoga.
6: Yeah, well, he was gone, but the hold was the reason why he was gone. Tried to bounce it inside the corner. And, again, we talk about it. The wide receivers blocking out wide, not knowing exactly where the ball carrier Is taking and carrying the football is such a difficult job as a receiver because for all you know that was supposed to be an inside run that Cameron Wright bounces outside you're thinking you're not even necessarily going to be in the play and you're just trying to do what you can to avoid
1: Cameron Wright being tackled you get good call for the hold so it'll be first and 20 now for Altaga they'll start on their own 10-yard line after the touchback From Matt Relater, quarterback Mason Eamon, the senior, hands it off up the middle, cuts back to the near side, makes a couple of the guys miss, makes another guy miss, the athleticism jukes and shakes in his shoes a little bit and steps out of bounds, does Cameron Wright, he's all over the field early for Autaga.
6: Yeah, I mean you can see the athleticism and the speed that he brings to that Autaga offense. Could have very easily been wrapped up for a, a one-yard or a two-yard loss. Ends up finding a way to bounce it outside and shifts his way right back to the original line of scrimmage for a second and 10 play.
1: Second and about 10 from 20-yard line. Autoga moving right to left. 142 in the opening quarter. Lee Scott takes a, or has a 7-0 lead. It is right. Off to the right side. Makes a man miss. Breaks another arm tackle. Cuts back upfield. Breaks another arm tackle. A diving attempt. Can't get there. Out across the 35. And finally brought down by Brady Sajelski and Trip Vaughn. Lee Scott's defense. Your open field tackling is going to be put to test tonight. And, I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy's doing in the open field. Yeah,
6: I mean, he's, Lee Scott is happy. I'm sure he's happy, too, just having to come to the sideline, putting his hands on his knee. He's just saying that he needs a breather. And we'll see how that Otaga offense looks. We'll see if they trust it in the hands of Mason Eamon or if they continue to try
1: and bounce it outside with those running backs. Eamon brings a man in motion from right to left, has a running back off his right hip. He hands it to him, right up the gut, bounces out to the left-hand side and brought down after a couple-yard of yard gain near the 40-yard line. It was Hutchins-Blomire in to make the stop for the Warriors. I'm not saying it's a very...
6: Promising strategy, but for Lee Scott, your best defense might come after allowing a couple of big plays from Cameron Wright and forcing him to go on the sideline for a
1: couple of plays to catch his breath. Second down and about six for the Generals. Man in motion again from left to right, or excuse me, right to left. A pitch out to the right, cuts back up the middle, Lee Scott all over it. Pickup of a couple from Jacob Holen. And Lee Scott has a chance to get off the field here on third down.
6: It's plays like that we've seen all year. The speed of those linebackers getting out to the outside ball carriers is huge. But the fact that Cameron Wright, the ability that he brings as he jogs back onto the field, he has the cutback ability, and all of a sudden he's got a couple wide receivers blocking for him on the outside. He's got numbers. So at least Scott's going to have to try and stay home on any of those carries that might be directed to one side.
1: About a two-second difference between the play clock and the game clock. Comes up throwing to the far sideline right around midfield. Is it caught? It is for a first down. Autoga will end the first quarter with about a 10-yard throw and catch on the opposite sideline.
6: Yeah, really good catch there from Damian Dickerson right at the sticks.
1: And appears to be Clock stop with the out-of-bounds play. So Altaga will we'll have one more play. Quarterback wasn't ready for it. Snap, football all the way in the backfield, and he jumps on it at the 25-yard line. He was looking left to bring a man in motion. The center snapped it. He never saw it, and a huge loss for Altaga, loss of almost 20 on the play, and that is how the first quarter will come to an end. Lee Scott with a chance to get Altaga deep in their own territory. It's 7 nothing Warriors here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
3: Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's blue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road.
12: Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith's Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile.
1: You could say it's second and long for Ontaga. How about second and 27 as quarterback in his own backfield? Looks to throw back across the middle. Good deflected play over the middle. Heck of a diving effort by Sam Jackson, the junior linebacker. Got his opposite hand in there, and that throw was to who else? It was to Cameron Wright, and he had green grass in front of him. Yeah,
6: said "Uh uh-oh under my breath because I saw the fake screen, the pump out wide. Cameron Wright was initially shown as a blocker, split right through that offensive line. I think if Eamon put some more air under it, Wright might have taken it to the house. But as you mentioned, a really good play there. Brings up a third and long.
1: Eman in the shotgun, looks to the near side, throws it out, finds his man, breaks a couple of tackles, cuts back up the middle, breaks another arm tackle, and taken down at the 45-yard line. Nowhere near where they needed to get, but they gave their punter a little bit of room to work.
6: Yeah, 16-yard screen pass on third down. Usually it's a recipe for success. But on a third and 27, brings it right back to just about the original line of scrimmage. And Jake White will trot back to receive the
1: point on fourth down. Jake White will park his heels right around the 15-yard line as Jackson Mosley out to boot it away. For Altaga. 11-10 here in the second quarter. 7-0 Warriors, and Warriors come after it, and they block it. The ball's rolling all the way near the 20-yard line. It's a fight for it. Still rolling after it knocks a couple of players and knocked out of bounds at the 13-yard line. All types of Warriors were over the football. Christian Horak and Harrison Short, the two that were there. And Lee Scott's got the football on the 13-yard line inside the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Perfect special teams for the Warriors.
6: Mosley took that punt. The snap and was a little bit lackadaisical. Lee Scott brought the house. I think he could have credited three Lee Scott Warriors with that punt block. That ball goes all the way back
1: to the 13-and-a-half-yard line. Perfect opportunity for Lee Scott to double that score. White in motion from right to left. Fake to him. handoff to JJ, who continues to fight and drag players all the way down to the two-yard line. He was hit at the 10 and gained eight extra yards after contact. The strength of J.J. Myers gets the Warriors inside the two-yard line. And that's one of those things we've talked about all year long with J.J. Myers,
6: his ability to lower his pads and play behind those pads and pick up the yards when he needs to. He always keeps those legs churning. And if they don't wrap up, he's going to keep on driving them all the way
1: down to the two-yard line. Tyler Kennedy, the running back, off the right leg of Pelzer Reeves. He gets the call, and how about another touchdown? Warriors are in the end zone. It's Tyler Kennedy making it 13 0 Warriors on the road in the second quarter.
6: And we've talked about it so many times how often that least got defense puts the offense in such great opportunities to put points on the board. Again, given your offense. A 13-yard drive puts you in a pretty good spot. Three plays later, the Warriors find the end zone
1: and make it 13 to nothing. We're later out for the PAT. The snap, the hold, the kick, it's up, and it is good. 14-0 14 nothing. Warriors, 10-27 to play in the first half. Lee Scott on top of Autauga on the road here at Autauga. Stay with us. Lee Scott football continues after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic
13: Clinic. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure blood drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure blood drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life blood mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure.
0: Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express towing
1: Now, back to the action. 14-0 Lee Scott with 10.27 to play in the second quarter here in Prattville, Alabama. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And you can't draw it up any better. You get the defensive stop. You get a touchdown drive. Then you get another defensive stop off a couple miscues from Otaga. You block the punt 13 yards later. You're in the end zone, and it's a two-touchdown lead. As that kid goes back into the end zone for a touchback once again.
6: And, yeah, if you're Otaga, you're kind of scratching your head a little bit. You've had success on the offensive side of the football. You've been able to move the field, especially on chunk run plays. But a slip on third down. A bad snap on fourth down the first drive, and then a bad snap here on the second drive puts you in way, way negative territory, just having to fight back to get to the original line of scrimmage. At least guys going to have to try and find an answer, because you can't expect that I'll Autoga offense to, to continue to shoot themselves in the foot all night.
1: Quarterback Mason Eamon looks to the near sideline. And we are right at the 50-yard line on the Autoga side. A bunch of Lee Scott Academy fans have made the hour and 20-minute drive or so. And it's a run to the far side. Cuts to back opposite field by Cameron Wright. Has a couple of blocks. Picks up a big block down the field. Makes a man miss and steps out of bounds near the 40-yard line. They'll say he's out around the 39 of Valtaga. I don't know how he's not winded already. He's he has ran for two hundred yards, but he hadn't picked up quite that much. Yeah, it might be credit him for seventy-five to eighty,
6: if not a little bit more. But yeah, definitely running all over the football field. And that's exactly what we've talked about. The pursuit of Lee Scott benefits them in every other scenario but one like this where Cameron Wright has the ability to bounce out and break, uh, make a, make something happen out of a broken play.
1: Eamon Pitts, two-right, one-handed snag on this near side, hit by a couple of Warriors, continues to make guys miss. Flag on the play. Lee Scott gets him down around the 43-yard line. We'll see what the penalty flag is. I think it could be, could be a face mask. We've at least got Warriors slow to get up. appears to be Carter Gibson, who was able to get up and walk off, stay in under his own power, which is good to see. Okay, something that is not called too often, not a personal foul face mask, didn't
6: necessarily grab him and tear him down by the face mask, just went for the tackle and grazed it a little bit, so it will just be the five-yard penalty, but still enough for an Otago first
1: down. So generals do pick up the first down thanks to the Lee Scott penalty. 10-07 to play in the second quarter. They trail Lee Scott 14-0, trying to put together a nice drive offensively. Heyman turn handoff to his running back. It's Jacob Howen who is driven back into the backfield. Bunch of white jerseys there for the Warriors. And running up the middle is just not what you want to do against Lee Scott. And
6: again, against somebody other than Cameron Wright, you're going to be able to have that pursuit and go after the ball carrier. So when he is not on the field, you can see that defense really
1: taking advantage. 9.35, clock counting down. It is second and ten. No gain on the play. For Autaga, they are one yard away from getting into Lee Scott territory. Amon brings a man in motion right to left. It's the tight end who parks on the left-hand side. And off up the middle. Pick up a four. On the second down run, it is Bryant Dupree, the junior running back.
6: Again, yeah, brings up another third and manageable for that Altaga offense. The entire playbook is open. We'll see what they decide to do. Last time on a third manageable like this, Eamon hits Damian Dickerson on an out route, threw a little 50-50 ball, and Damian, Damian came down with it. We'll see what they do here on this third down play.
1: Three receiver set, two out to the left, one out to the right. Lee Scott has just three on the line with a three-linebacker set showing pressure. They drop back in coverage. Amon looks to his left, screen out to the left, cuts back up the middle and is tackled right at the Otaga A, about eight yards short, loss of a couple on the third down screen pass. And Lee Scott comes up big defensively, decision time for the Generals.
6: Yeah, really good job there from 15 We don't have a number a number 15, but a really good job there from the, the middle linebacker not biting. The screen was fake to the left, went back to the right.
1: We had a couple of guys change uh, numbers this week. Buster, okay. Head coach Buster Daniel sent me a, a new roster, so maybe got, got some confusion on the updated roster.
6: But that decision does appear to be in our talk of punt. Least guy does not bring anybody
1: It is Jake White back who gets it at the 10-yard line, cuts it up the right sideline, breaks a couple of tackles, but a nice play to get him on the ground at the 30-yard line. That is a win if you are Altago. We know how dangerous Jake White is in punt returns. People don't kick it to him often, and he sets up Lee Scott at the 30-yard line. We'll leave it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Well, they're going to call a timeout, so how about we do the same thing? We'll take one really, really quick here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott on top of Otaga, 14 nothing with 7.46 to play in the second quarter, and the Warriors have the football when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
7: Action is brought to
0: you by Auburn Express Tour. Now, back to the action.
1: First down, Lee Scott after the Otago punt. Warriors take over at their own 30-yard line, moving right to left on your radio dial. Pelzer comes up, throwing screen out to the near side to Jake White and dropped it. Tried to run before he caught the football, and you see that all the time. And in football at any level, and Jake White had green grass but just tried to run without the ball, incomplete. Yeah, you can see definite frustration coming from
6: number eight. Had blockers out wide right at the seam. But looked his eyes downfield just before bringing it in. It's an unfortunate, unfortunate mistake to get this drive
1: started for the Lee Scott Warriors. Harrison Short, Jake White out to the left. For Lee Scott at the receiver spot Pelzer back to throw, off to the right side Gets a couple of blocks out across the 40 yard line And taken down at the 45 We'll see if they give him any more out of bounds On the far sideline First down Warriors It looks like we're going to have a little bit of tempo as well It was Thomas Gilworth on the reception for the Warriors Yeah, really good grab there from Gilworth Coming out of the backfield Able to catch it, put his foot in the ground And go north and south to pick up the first down 7.28 7.28 to play. First down, Lee Scott from the 47-yard line. Screen out to Jake White. Hit immediately, but able to fall forward and get back to the original line of scrimmage. It was Barrett McIntyre who was there on the stop for the Generals.
6: Yeah, solid job there from McIntyre. Harrison short. We've given him credit numerous times throughout the year on being, being a great blocker on the far side on those screens. Was they unable... To pick up McIntyre as he read that play beautifully and got Jake
1: White right at the line of scrimmage. Second down for the Warriors. Ball placed on the 47 yard line. First down marker is on the opposing 44. And off J.J. Myers, it was delayed. Barrels his way and rolls across for the first down. Out across the 43 yard line. Lee Scott into Otaka territory. Move the chains again for the Warriors.
6: Again, being able to spread that ball out wide, even on that screen where, where Jake White either dropped it or didn't pick up anything, you're still forcing that defense to shift over, and it's opening up right up in that eight gap for J.J. Myers to bust his way through the line.
1: Four receivers set, two on each side. For Lee Scott, Dilworth, Sajelski out to the right. It was Jake White and Harrison Short out to the left. Pelzer running for his life. Chased down from behind. Decides to throw it and finds his man on his knees right at the first down marker. It was Thomas Dilworth. Once again, a first down reception and the chains move again for Lee Scott. Yeah,
6: really good grab there once again from Dilworth. Credit the... To Pelzer Reeves as well, showing off a little bit of the speed in the backfield. I thought he was throwing it away, and I was about to say that it was a smart play just to live to see another down. We've seen him panic a couple times in situations like that, but stayed calm and found Dilworth right at the sticks.
1: Brody Lineberry was on his tail. He could smell the smoke coming out of the tailpipe of Pelzer Reeves. But he gets it away, low snap, Pelzer comes up, throwing again, looking down the right side, got his man, it's Jake White, right at the 20-yard line, and picks up a couple of more after the catch. Another first down for the Warriors. They're in business inside the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. That's such a beautiful play call. We've seen it
6: numerous times. It's tonight. almost indefensible. It is. You find. Jake White coming from the opposite side. Pelzer rolls out to his right, and Jake right in that soft spot between the behind the linebackers in front of the safeties, and you send a receiver deep. It brings out that song safety. Jake White has about a five-yard radius to make that catch every single time.
1: Jake White in motion from left to right. It is J.J. Myers who falls forward for a couple of yards. And again, just to highlight what you're saying, he
6: falls forward it's something that goes to, uh, that goes unnoticed a lot of the time but being able to pick up four instead of two
1: or pick up two instead of none when
6: you're right, hit at the exactly. at the line of scrimmage absolutely it's just such a such a strong feature to have as a great running back that J.J. Myers is. Just the ability to fight for more yardage and pick up those additional yards Put your offense in such a better spot than what you could if you just gave up on the play.
1: Under five minutes to play in the first half. Lee Scott with a 14-0 lead. They have the ball inside the red zone, and they hand it off to Tyler Kennedy. Hit immediately, tries to spin away from one tackle, but not spinning away from the other couple of generals there. I believe Tate and Allen will get credit for the tackle in the backfield. It's a loss for the Warriors. And third down and long now for Lee Scott. We'll
6: see how aggressive this Lee Scott offense is. With a 14-0 lead clock just above the four-minute marker and ticking down. We'll see if they get aggressive, knowing that they are in field goal range for Matt Relater.
1: First down right around the seven-yard line. Lee Scott playing at around the... Right around the 17. Pelzer looking to throw. He's got his man in the corner. Deflected away. It was Miles Zachary. There is a late flag on the play. Miles Zachary was there. It was a heck of an effort in the end zone, a jumping fingertip touchdown saving play by the Autoga Generals. But a flag on Lee Scott will walk him back, so it didn't matter anyway.
6: No, it was one of those holds where you're almost kind of saving your quarterback he got beat on the inside and grabbed him. Otherwise, he had a free route to it. So it's all talk of decision making here to see if they're going to accept the penalty and push the offense back, or if they're going to decline it and make it fourth down for that least got offense.
1: Looks like they're going to accept they it.
6: They will accept it. And to be honest with you, I think if Otaga has gone without seeing the Matt Relator extra points <laughs> or the kickoffs, I think they might accept the penalty and force him to kick the three through the uprights. But after seeing the leg that that lefty has, I think you're going to try and push him back and make him a little bit further. So now if you at least got here, I think you're just trying to pick up a few and ensure that field goal range for number nine in white.
1: Again, the first down marker on the seven. Ball is placed on the twenty-six. Lee Scott's got 19 yards to go. Pelzer immediately pressured, tries to throw it to a screen and knocked down by Evan Peake. He came in and just jumped, got all up in the way, looked like uh, Jason Pierre-Paul back in the day, and deflects it. And Lee Scott's going to have a fourth and 19 from around the 32-yard line. And this is where Matt Relater can show college scouts you can play private school ball and go play Division I football. He's got a big opportunity right now.
6: It's going to be about a 42 yarder for Relator. That would be actually tying his season high. 354 on the clock. Warriors looking to extend that lead.
1: Relator sets up, stares it down. Generals have a man back in case, but that won't be necessary. Relator boots it away. Plenty of leg. And he can't get it to go through. Must have pushed it from our angle. Couldn't quite get the, couldn't quite see what happened. He had plenty of leg. That thing was good from another 10 or 15 yards. But we're later unable to put it through the uprights. And we stay at 14 0. Lee Scott with 350 to play. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
4: Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com.
1: That relator can't connect on the long field goal. Otaga takes over in their own territory around the 20 yard line or so. And it is a pitch to who else? Cameron Wright out to the left side. Pickup of a couple. And Otaga takes over on offense. 335. Clock counting down here in this second quarter. They trail your Lee Scott Warriors 14 0. What has Lee Scott done offensively so far, Christian, to be pitching a shutout almost the. And I think just simply having
6: the bend but don't break, you're capitalizing on all the mistakes from Otago as well.
1: It is right on the pitch. Cuts back five or seven yards into the backfield, trying to get the edge. And Lee Scott drives him out of bounds. Good play by a couple of Lee Scott warriors getting a little physical. It was Trip Vaughn who him out of bounds, drove him into the ground, maybe sending a little message there from the DB of Lee Scott.
6: Well, again, we saw Trip Vaughn right there. That's a great job of not over-pursuing the play on the far side with Wright's ability to bounce it back with the speed and the athleticism that he has. Being able to have numbers on the opposite side of the field that the play directly intended to go will be huge for the Lee Scott Warriors going forward.
1: First down is at the 30. Otaga has it at the 26. Cornerback, Eamon steps up, tries to run. He's going to be tackled about a yard short. Good open field tackle by Sam Jackson, the junior for the Warriors. Stops him about a yard short. I'd be surprised if they don't go for it here. It's a big risk that you're putting
6: on that Altaga offense, but when you have a weapon like number seven in black, he was actually not on the field. He's down on a knee right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if Altaga takes, actually Lee Scott. Takes the timeout to call things over.
1: Lee Scott will talk it over. It is fourth and one in their own territory. Autauga has a chance to extend the drive or give Lee Scott great field position. Up 14-0 are the Warriors here in Prattville on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
4: Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank. Champions of you. Member FDIC. Online at AuburnBank.com.
0: You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott
1: Academy Athletics. Fourth and inches for Autauga right behind their own 30-yard line. Quarterback Amon is in the ball game. The offense stays on the field. It's a quarterback sneak. I think he got stopped. I don't know if he got there. Second effort tries to say he does, and the officials, according to the initial spot, they're going to say he got there. That's a coin flip. I mean, it really, really is. appears to be they're going to give him the first down. Lee Scott was there the entire way, but I think just second, third, maybe even a fourth effort from the quarterback. Amon is able to push his way across the 30 for an Autoga first down.
6: Yeah, Lee Scott sniffed out the quarterback sneak right up the middle had him stop but but Eman almost rolling to his right as he's getting tackled gets that forward progress just over the first down
1: marker and a fresh set of chains Eamon hands it off to Cameron Wright, swing out to the left, gets a couple of blocks, finds the corner, stops in his tracks right at the 40-yard line, and maybe just a half a yard short. He may have stepped out of bounds before he picked up the first down on the far sideline right in front of head coach Buster Daniel. For Lee Scott, it will be second and inches now for Altaga. 218 to play in the first half.
6: And with the tempo that is bringing to the table, we're hoping that it doesn't cause anything. Might be a halftime discussion here on that Lee Scott timeout. We talked about it a little bit over the break, but Cameron Wright... Was not in the play on that fourth inches initially before the timeouts. Uh, Otaga and the Birds will see that comes back to the Warriors.
1: Amen, a pitch out to right on the near side, cuts up the middle, finds a little bit of a hole, and forced out of bounds at the 49 yard line. But they broke, don't fix it. Otaga going to their workhorse. He was forced out of bounds by Sam Jackson, and that is plenty enough to move the chains. Otaga, he was down. Around the 48-yard line, so not yet into lee has got territory. Two minutes and under now in this second quarter. Autaga trying to come back from a 14-0 deficit in the first half at home. Heyman claps his hands, fakes handoff, looking to throw, hit as he does. It's a 50-50 ball, tipped it up, and it's intercepted. Intercepted by the Warriors. It's Brady Sajewski. He's there on the tip. Heck of an effort on the defense, and the Warriors get, yet again, another interception on the season. Brady Sajelski was there. Quarterback was pressured the whole way, hit as he threw, and Sajelski is the heads-up play on defense, comes up with another interception, and Lee Scott's got the football with 140 to play. Yeah, it looked like
6: Eamon didn't necessarily make the right decision. The offensive line rolled out as if it was going to be a screenplay. play. Eamon decided to go deep with it, tip drill, So comes up with the interception, and now the Warriors have a minute and 40 to work with before halftime.
1: J.J. Myers straight down Broadway across the 40, across the 45, and tripped up at the 48-yard line.
6: And it's runs like that where you're seeing arm tackles broken from J.J. Myers. That's telling me that Otago defensive line is starting to feel it. And a reminder that Lee Scott will receive the second-half kick. So already up, two touchdowns, looking to add on to it. Could possibly make this a 28-0 game. You play
1: your cards right before Autauga offense touches the ball again. I'm a huge fan of the double dip. Don't tell anybody that at parties, though. Lee Scott drops back. His pals are looking to throw the hole away. Pump fake, lets it go, into a double coverage and it's caught by Jake White. Who else goes up at the 25-yard line. Pinpoints the football in the night sky. First down Warriors, heck of an effort. That's a division 1 football player right there. It's one of those
6: throws that if it's anybody other than Jake White, you're not making. Not necessarily. You better believe it. Not necessarily a throw that you're taught to make. As that ball was on the inside of where Jake White was, but Jake White just the athleticism to go up and win that 50-50 ball Warriors
1: threatening once again. Handoff off. Up the middle. No, it's a fake. Pelzer out to throw. Throws it across the middle and had Jake White right around the 13-yard line. Threw it a little bit behind him. If he throws and leads Jake White, he probably turns the corner and scores a touchdown. It falls incomplete with 52.6 to play in the first half.
6: Yeah, we talk about that play when Pelzer's rolling right, which I feel like is definitely where he finds more success. As a quarterback, it makes sense. Throwing with your body instead of on a play like this We were throwing against your body But Jake White able to find the soft spot right behind those linebackers in front of the safeties. Pelzer
1: just throwing it a little bit behind his star receiver. Two receivers out to the right. It is Sajelski and Zachary. Jake White all by himself down here. No, that is Harrison Short. Excuse me. It's a handoff to J.J. Myers. How about that hole? Lowers his head. and is down across the 10-yard line. It was one-on-one with Cameron Wright. If he jukes him, he maybe has six, but he lowered his head. That's the biggest seam you're going to see all night long. First and goal, Warriors.
6: Yeah, credit to those big bodies up front creating that hole. And, again, we talk about the running from J.J. Myers. He's not somebody that's going to try and juke you out. He's going to lower his pads and run behind him.
1: Kennedy up the middle. Give him another touchdown. It's six for the Warriors with 30 seconds to play in the first half. Touchdown, Lee Scott.
6: We've said it before. We've said it again. The Lee Scott defense coming up with big turnovers, giving Lee Scott the opportunity to put more points on the board before halftime and that offense. Going 73 yards in a minute and 10 seconds. It's a commanding drive for the Lee Scott Warriors in Silence Falls over the field
1: at Otago. A big crowd here tonight on both sides of the football field as senior kicker Relator out to attempt the PAT coming off of a field goal miss, something we don't see too often. And that one is up and good. 21 nothing. Warriors, 30.6 here in the first half. We'll take a quick break and be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Lee Scott 21, Autauga 0, and the clock reads 30.6 in the first half here on the road in Prattville, Alabama. Hello everybody, I'm Jacob Goins. With you alongside me as always is Christian Griffin on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Make sure you stay tuned for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report coming up at the half. We'll talk about what this was an impressive opening half of football for Lee Scott and how they can hold on and win in the second half. We'll make sure we get in a station identification here after the kickoff from Matt Relator, Kicking it right to left. And nowhere near. Returnable out through the back of the end zone. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Scott Sports Network.
0: AU-100 is W-A-U-E and W-A-U-E-H-D, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network.
1: Lee Scott leads 21-0 over Autauga here on the road in Prattville, Alabama. I'm Jacob Goins. He is Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network on AU-100, AU100FM.com, and the AU-100 app. We've got 30 seconds as quarterback Eamon comes up to throw, finds his man, it's Wright, who breaks a tackle out near the 20 and shoved out of bounds at the 22-yard line pickup of two. After all that, it's a lot of running for that young man and just not a whole lot of yards. Lee Scott doing a really nice job running right to left. And appears we have at Lee Scott Warrior down on the field. Appears to be 33, Christian Horak, who is down on his backside. And yeah. So we hope he's okay. Looked like he was trying to make the tackle
6: while also getting blocked. So not quite sure what it is. Could very easily be a shoulder. He's trying to wiggle out his
1: right arm. Yeah, don't want to speculate, you don't, you know, not, not really knowing what it is, but able to sit up. With 22 point seven seconds, he's able to get helped up. And looks to walk off the field. He does seem to be favoring that left-hand side of his body, maybe shoulder again. Don't 100% know, so don't want to speculate, but... Hopefully hate to see game. that. Yeah, yeah, hate to see that. Christian Horak is is a really, really good linebacker, man. he's got He's one of the biggest ones on the defense for Lee Scott. You see him close the gap so often and blow up running plays, and so a big loss for Lee Scott if they can't get him back in the football game. Timeout on the field from Autaga. We'll take a quick one with him and be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
2: 1907,
4: Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC online at AuburnBank.com.
1: A 50-50 ball down the sideline from quarterback Eamon from Otaga. And who else, man? It is Cameron Wright goes up, gets behind the corner, and comes down with it right near midfield. They're going to say he's out of bounds at their own 48-yard line, but with 15.7 seconds, Christian, that's a great play for the Generals to put them in somewhat scoring position here before the half. They at least have a chance.
6: Yeah, if if you're the Warrior defense, obviously I think you're doubling... Doubling right here before the halftime break, but you're definitely not wanting to get somebody over your head. Keep everything in front of you. As you you mentioned, only 16 seconds left on the play clock.
1: Mason Eamon drops back to pass, throws out the screen as he was pressured in the backfield, and right out across the 50, forced out of bounds by Lee Scott. It was Bo King who forced him out around the 49-yard line of Lee Scott with 10.2 to play. If we're talking NFL... You'd probably have another play before you took a shot, or maybe try to get into field goal range in high school ball. No, uh, no hate any at all. It's just we're talking about high school ball, and so with 10 seconds, interested to see what Altaca does here from the least got 49-yard line, 10.2 to play. They trail by 21. Eamon. Back to throw, looks over the middle, got his man, intercepted, intercepted at the 30-yard line. Cuts back up the middle and is taken down right around the 36-yard line. It was Hutchins, Blomire, just stood there, right place, right time. The second interception of the night for the Warrior defense, and with point nine to play, that's how the first half is about to come to a close. Yeah, Mason even tried to roll out to his right and make a play.
6: Absolutely nothing to do, and tried to force a throw, over through. His receiver, about the easiest interception that you will see, as Lee Scott will just go into to taking a knee following that
1: hutchins blowmeyer interception. Twenty-one, nothing is the score. Lee Scott lines up on the 36-yard line. They're going to run an actual play. It's J.J. Myers up the middle and torn down at the 42-yard line. And that's how the first half comes to a close. couple of interceptions, a few touchdowns, and Lee Scott all over Altaga on the road. It's 21-0 Warriors at the half. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report coming up here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
2: Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the orthopedic clinic is here to help. The orthopedic clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Olaka, the orthopedic clinic is close to home and here to help. Ocean, this the ortho clinic, to schedule your appointment today.
3: Every sports team has a blue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's blue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road.
13: September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure.
0: Lee Scott Warrior football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime show on
1: the Lee Scott Sports Network. lee has got Academy on top of Autauga at the half. It's 21-0 as the Warriors take a three-touchdown lead on the road here in Prattville, Alabama. I'm Jacob Goins. Alongside me, as always, in the booth is Christian Griffin with you in the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Well, Christian... A little bit of offense, a little bit of defense, and some special teams is what Led Lee Scott to this 21 nothing victory, or 21 nothing lead so far at the half. Break it down for the listeners at home.
6: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that you look at is the success on the offensive side of the football. They've been able to spread the ball wide and force the defense to try and tackle in space, and then you fake those jam sweeps, so you're faking the, the screens, getting those draws in there. The holes up in the middle for J.J. Myers and for Tyler Kennedy have been there all night. And then on the defensive side of of the football, the Lee Scott Warriors defense has done such a great job the entire year of taking advantage of the offensive mistakes and and really capitalizing on them. Whether it's a whether it's an interception on the turnover side of the ball, or even just something uh, a bobbled snap or something like that,
1: putting the team behind the chains in the offensive. Defensively, i taking advantage of those for Lee Scott Warriors all night. A couple of interceptions for the Warriors in that first half. Defensively, Brady Sajowski and Hutchins Blomire, they both got to um, one. The Blomire interception, he was just standing there, right? yeah. and the quarterback threw it right to him. Sajowski, on the other hand, it was a tipped ball, had to turn around and find it, almost a Ricardo Lewis type of style, and was able to uh, find the football, get the interception. So that's how Lee Scott got two of those turnovers, and a couple of big bad plays for Austin taga they had the play where it was a snap past the quarterback's hands, wasn't ready for it. He had to jump on it. That put him in, in a long, down situation. And Lee Scott really just able to jump on top of that. J.J. Myers with a five-yard rushing score. Tyler Kennedy with a short rushing score. And Tyler, once again, with a short rushing score. You can tell what Lee Scott wants to do. They want to play defense, and they want to run the football.
6: Exactly. We talked about it in the pregame. The longer you're able to control the offensive line of scrimmage, that offense. Is going to majestically work their way down the field. You're keeping Cameron Wright and that Autoga offense off the field. And a really, really impressive drive there late in the second half going 73 yards in just over a minute. Putting the score from 14 to 21 at half. And again, Lee Scott will get the ball to start the second half. So that double dip that we talked about, the ability to put 14 points on a team before their offense really even has the chance to do anything offensively.
1: is such a tall task to do if you're the opposing team. You can Here the Warrior Band performing right now. At the half here in Prattville, They look good out there. Lots of good band members. You got some close sticks being thrown in the air. We got all kinds of stuff going on here at Otaga Academy. Lee Scott Warrior Band looking good. The dancers, cheerleaders, everybody putting on a fantastic show here at the half. Lee Scott leads 21 to nothing over Autauga on the road. A battle of four and one teams. Two teams that are two and one in the region as well. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic halftime report continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic.
7: Experience and knowledge from the pros.
1: Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details.
3: Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's Blue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road.
7: Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car
9: Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422.
0: Listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU 100. Now back to the action.
1: Lee Scott on top of Otaga at the half. It's 21 to nothing here in high school football in Prattville, Alabama. I'm Jacob Goins. Alongside me is Christian Griffin in the booth here as we continue on and wrap up, really, the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the Orthoclinic.com. Christian, I know our internet isn't uh, the, the the best out here, but if we're able to find the Auburn High Score and then uh, Opelika, we can definitely try to find those and give those to you as well. But Lee Scott up 21-0 at the half. What do they have to do to secure a victory, maybe put some more points on the board, and possibly pitch a shutout in four quarters here tonight?
6: I think it still goes back to the three keys. If we're looking at the halftime report, Road Warriors play Lee Scott football and explosive. I think in the first first half I think you did pretty well in all three of those categories a couple mistakes early from Lee Scott but the execution has been there on the offensive side of the ball we've definitely been seeing the Lee Scott type of football that they're wanting to play with the screens the out routes and then the gaping holes on the inside just controlling the clock with that run game and then they found explosive plays on the offensive side of the ball as difficult as it sounds, yet as simple as it seems to sound, uh, eliminating the, the chunk plays on defense are going to be the difference in this game right here. I think Luis guy is still going to be able to put points on the board. But Cameron Wright's a tall task to try and keep contained. He did, did good enough in the first half, again, to yeah. push that shutout. Uh, again, we talked about him probably probably running for 400, if not 500 total yards. Uh too bad running sideways doesn't go into the stat category. But uh, being able to contain him in that second half is going to be the key for the Lee Scott defense.
1: Got a score update from Auburn High and Opelika thanks to Austin Scott, the wonderful social media manager uh, at Lee Scott Academy, there who helps go. me out on tons of stuff. So we appreciate him tuning in and listening and providing uh, with some score updates. Opelika on top of Theodore, 10-6 at the half. And Auburn trailing Ramsey on the road there in Birmingham, 7-3. to at the half as well. So some low-scoring games for the other schools around Auburn Opelika. Lee Scott has a 21-0 lead here over Altago. Is Auburn high, Are they still without their starting They are, yes. So, yes. so they're, they're rotating a couple quarterbacks. I talked with uh, head coach Keith Etheridge earlier this week, and he said they're still rotating some quarterbacks, still trying to figure it out, but they trail by four at the half up at Ramsey. If you want to flip over to that real quickly, make sure you come back, though. You can check that out if you're in Auburn and Opelika. Over on Wings ninety four three. that's Wings FM and 94.3 on your radio dial. Scott Bagwell, Rob Pate, and Jack Hudner on calling that on Wings 94.3. Go check out the score. Maybe check out their halftime report. And by the time you come back, we'll have your second half kickoff between Lee Scott and Otaga. Warriors on top of the generals here on the road. 21 to nothing at the half. When we come back, the third quarter will begin between Lee Scott and Otaga on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
4: 1907, Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at AuburnBank.com.
0: At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly, local, expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors. On Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net.
11: This is Zach Australbrook with Australbrook Law Group. Specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury, Australbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Leake County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big City Experience, Small Town Values. Alsterbrook Law Group.
5: No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers.
0: Brought to you by Auburn Express Toy. Now, back to the action
1: As we get you ready for the start of the third quarter here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We appreciate you all tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. I'm Jacob Goeth. He is Christian Griffin. Alongside me, as always, here in the booth, a beautiful night in Autauga Academy, Prattville, Alabama. Great crowd here on both sides of the field. A beautiful night for football. The field looks great with the big Autauga A. And you mentioned it earlier, like the Vanderbilt star uh, is what they've got on their their center field. Looks really, really good. At least got... Is on top 21 to nothing at the half. We got a couple of minutes added to uh, the halftime. So let's talk a little bit more, Christian, just about what we've seen from Lee Scott so far. We, and really this season where we saw them start off slow, right? It was that game against Chambers Academy and a win 14 to six. Then you come back and you take 51 points in back to back games against Monroe and against Morgan Academy. Then you go on the road for the first time this season. And you lose to a really, really talented Glenwood team, 42-31. to 31. We saw the athleticism, we saw the skill, and we saw the coaching that Glenwood had. And they let Lee Scott have it there in Phoenix City. They bounced back once again last week, 56-7 to 7 over Macon East. And so far, don't want to jinx it, but so far here tonight, they're playing extremely well.
6: Yeah, they are. They're playing extremely well. And with head coach Buster Daniel, I'm sure one of the key things that he was going to focus on is is playing the right way, trying to build that momentum, especially on the road. It's difficult to play on the road anywhere. Just the travel and not feeling necessarily comfortable on your home field, there's adjustments you got to make. And so the execution is going to continue to be a key, but try and pick up some momentum on the road, Head head back home for Bessemer before we hit three straight road games to end the year. So a game like this is really, really big for those final three games.
1: Yeah, and it's really big, too, because second place in the region is up for grabs right now. Glenwood um, looks to be an unstoppable force in the regular season. We expect Glenwood and Lee Scott to meet again in Montgomery for the state championship, if all things go well. But Lee Scott has to secure that second place in the region to get home field advantage in the postseason, get that first round by, host the semifinals before you go to Montgomery and play a crampton ball for the state championship. So that's what's on on the line it's at stakes here tonight in this football game. Again, both teams are 4-1 and one and 2-1 and one in the region, so a really really big game for Lee Scott here tonight moving forward.
6: Yeah, and that's one of the things that you have to continue to emphasize to your team. You're playing this second half without looking at the scoreboard, because if that's the case, again, we talk about it, you get complacent, you find ways to lose. You have to completely eliminate that from your mind, keeping the mindset here that you've got to go home and secure home field advantage.
1: Lee Scott, thankfully last year, they had games where they were pretty much all one-sided affairs, and they figured out a way to Keep their foot on the gas, not running up the score by any means, but getting young guys in there, let figuring out how to not let up like you were just talking about, and let a very talented team like Otaga, it takes two or three plays and they're back yeah. in this football game. I think they learned a lot from that last year. I know they lost a lot of seniority, but there's a lot of guys on this football team that were a part of that last year, and I think they can use that here in the second half.
6: Well, and it's one of those things that you're looking for, you're thankful for the Monroe Academy game, the Morgan Academy game to get guys the experience that they need. And they were able to get early in the season, having those young guys get reps and get playing time in real game and real time, fast-paced scenarios and situations is key in games like this and key games going forward.
1: We got a disaster here in the booth. (laughs) We got a disaster. Trying to keep the train of thought with uh, a. You did a great job, really. You did a fantastic (laughs) job grab some. There you go. You clean the here. I'm going to have you clean that up. Since I, I spilled it, you cleaned it up. That's how we roll here on the Lee Scott Sports Network.
6: I know my role here. That's
1: right. That's right. I'll call the game. You clean up the mess. We'll be all right. As Lee Scott and Glenn, or Lee Scott and Otago. We're all over the place here. Get ready to set here for the second half of football. we got to keep our focus. Keep our We really did. I
6: mean, we're talking about the Lee Scott team not losing focus, and we're over here. I mean, we've got to practice what we
1: preach up here. Can't even take our own advice up here in the booth. (laughs) Look at that. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. My mom would be proud. Call on us for your radio and cleaning servicing needs. (laughs) Lee Scott Sports Network. You're welcome. So Lee Scott receives the second half kickoff with a chance to double up like we mentioned at the end of that first half. They'll now be moving right to left, Otago kicking left to right. And it's a pooch kick. Almost an onside taken right around the 43-yard line. Still on his feet. And still on his feet out across midfield. It is Trip Vaughn who was there. Nobody was around him. And the Warriors in great field position to start this second half.
6: Yeah, again, I wonder if it was an attempt at an onside kick and it traveled about three or four yards too far to that second row of Lee Scott on their kickoff unit. And again, a big risk that seemingly did not pay off. Again, we, we know the threat that Jake White provides in the backfield, but I think you on a kickoff, you'll take that risk rather than giving up up to 25 yards. And Lee Scott takes it at the 49-yard line first play of scrimmage in opposing territory.
1: J.J. Myers up the middle, through the seam, finds a hole out across the 25 and down near the 22-yard line. Just like that, you can't even blink, and J.J. Myers is near the red zone for Lee Scott moving right to left.
6: And again, it's something that that we continue to repeat and... I apologize for not being sorry. I guess that's what I'm going to Because I'm going to continue to say it. J.J. Myers, the ability to find the seam and not dance around trying to wait for it, but picking his spot. Seems like he picks right way more times than he doesn't. And just the ability to run behind his pads and pick up big chunk plays like that. It puts the offense in such a good position.
1: Reeves puts it into the chest of Kennedy, looking for his third touchdown of the night. Bounces outside here on the near side. And a ripped out of bounds near the 10-yard line. And Lee Scott moves into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Arbor tradition, for over 30 years. And going right,
6: right there, that's a perfect example of the wide receiver a blocking ability. We saw Harrison Short out on the near side with the block. The run was supposed to go to the right and ended up going to the left. And all of a sudden Harrison Short finds himself in the play trying to block once again. But the ability to let go and not get called for a hold puts your offense in such a great spot as you're now right at that 10-yard line rather than having a first and 20 back near the
1: 30. 10.50 to play. Lee Scott leads 21-0. It's Bank Sims who gets the carry. To the 10-yard line, trying to find a seam on the outside, unable to do so. Autaga able to make the play and the stop, no gain on the first down carry.
6: And again, a credit once again. We talk about the success of J.J. Myers. That does not come without the front boys doing what they're supposed to do, creating those running lanes for those running backs. So credit to all those guys in the three-point stance, getting down, doing the dirty work, not necessarily the ones that get their names called on every single down. But your, your work does not go unnoticed by any means.
1: Absolutely right. 10-10 to play in the third quarter. Lee Scott with the football. Second down, J.J. Myers off the right side. Puts his foot in the ground and able to get across the 10. Not a whole lot doing there. On the second down, carry. it'll be third and goal for the Warriors.
6: They can We can get it. can can get a first down. Oh, my goodness, they can. the, the third I, of a yard I line. I apologize.
1: They can. They can get a first down. Yeah, I, I would say the third of a yard line is, is accurate. <laughs> my apologies. I'll take the credit on that one. Reeves in the shotgun. Rolls to his right. Kennedy gives him a block, throws it into the back of the end zone, and it's caught for a touchdown. Warriors get the first passing touchdown of the evening, and the Warriors take a commanding lead here on the road. It's Brady Sajelski in the back corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors.
6: What a great throw there from Pelzer Reeves. You can tell that's a play that you're rolling out, and you're basically, if you're Pelzer Reeves, you're trying to hit the back right corner of that pylon and hoping that a white jersey comes down with it. Brady Sajelski does right over the safety's outstretched hand, and just a beautiful lob throw there from Pelzer Reeves, putting in a perfect spot, and the, the Warriors do capitalize on that double dip. I like
1: that right there. I've not never heard the double dip, but I've found myself saying it a couple of times. You have now, as Matt Relator puts it through the uprights for the extra point. It's 28-0, all Warriors here at Prattville. We'll take a break and be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
12: Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of High School Football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. You're listening to the
0: Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics.
1: Warriors take control early here in the second half. It's 28-0. Lee Scott on top of Autauga with 9.26 to play in the second half here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. A questionable decision on the Otago kickoff to do what appeared to be an onside, just got a little bit too much air underneath it. They gave Lee Scott field position in the football right around the 50-yard line, and the Warriors had no trouble taking it all the way, scoring a touchdown as that kickoff. Now Otago football through the back of the end zone.
6: Yeah, as you mentioned, a, a play calling that will draw some question marks. Warriors take advantage, go five plays, and find themselves into the end zone. Once again, and that Lee Scott defense takes the field for the first time in the second half.
1: 9.26 to play in the third. Lee Scott on the road here in Otago, just the second time this season, looking to remain in second place in the region. A sweep out to the left, cuts back up the middle, cuts back up to the left, and a late flag He's brought down right around the 20-yard line. No gain on the play, and we'll see if they're going backwards or forwards on the penalty flag.
6: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a hold on that little slip, jet sweep. And it is a hold on the offense to bring them back half the distance to the 10-yard line. Yeah,
1: they'll put it about the 10. About
6: the 10-yard line there. Well, we have a minute. Once again, shout-out to the weather for for finally cooling down. The quarter zips can come out on a beautiful night in Prattville, Alabama. And great
1: seats here we have once again as well. Yeah, yeah, great spot here in the booth. Looking right at the 50-yard line on the Autaga side of the field. Eamon. In the backfield, tosses it to Wright all over it is Lee Scott trying to tackle him in the end zone. I think they're going to give him forward progress. They do. They're begging for a safety. It was Christian Horak on the tackle. Good to see him back in the football game after getting shaken up in that first half. Lee Scott wanted a safety. They're going to give him forward progress around the one, one-and-a-half yard line. Heck of a play from those linebackers once again.
6: Again, yeah, we talk about the pursuit of the linebackers. Cameron Wright can't really do anything if... Again, we talk about those open field tackles. If you're able to make the first and the second ones, you don't give them the ability to bounce out of them. And again, a great play there from Christian Borrag. Just beating him to the spot. And the generals have the ball at the three-yard line.
1: Man in motion. They hand it to him. He cuts back up the middle. Can't quite see who it is just yet. Bunch of white jerseys there for Lee Scott. And who else? It's Cameron Cameron Wright on the tear on the carry. Just a sophomore is Cameron Wright. How about that? I mean, he's going to be a really, really special player when he becomes a senior in just a couple of years on this Otago roster. A little depleted, not as, I mean, most schools and most rosters don't have as much as Lee Scott does, but you can see there's going to be some talent on this team moving forward. And again, Cameron Wright only being a sophomore is huge news for the generals moving forward.
6: Again, I think one of the key things is just being able to keep healthy. It seems like they just keep going back to him time and time again
1: thing by amen he throws into all sorts of coverage That's it was be a fumble they're calling I think it was tipped and they called it incomplete on the goal line Lee Scott the, wants a recovery for a touchdown the head referee called a
6: touchdown and the line judge called an incomplete pass they are going to give it an incomplete pass. Yeah, the
1: White Hat calls an incomplete pass. What a bizarre play. Eamon had a guy downfield and he pump faked it because there was pressure in his face. I think he threw it again and Lee Scott maybe deflected it. They wanted a fumble, but they call it incomplete. Regardless, it is fourth and really long and the generals will be punting out of their own end zone. Break it down if you can.
6: Yeah, he tried to flip it as the as he was getting brought to the ground, Eamon was tried to flip it to Wright. And if you're if you're the generals, you're thankful that Wright wasn't able to come down with it. Otherwise it would have been a safety
1: Lee Scott brings the house, able to get the kick away. Hits around the 35-yard line, takes a Lee Scott bounce, and is down at the 34-yard line of Otago Warriors. Take over in great field position. Once again, we'll leave it right here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It was a weird play. Lee Scott missed out on a couple safety opportunities, but they do get the football back on the 39-yard line. Oh, excuse me, the 34-yard line. My apologies. Moving right to left on your radio dial. 7:39 to play in the third quarter with a 28 nothing lead.
6: Again, a defense coming up with yet another stop. Putting the, the general's offense in negative territory. Giving Lee Scott great field position.
1: Reeves, time to throw, finds his man across the first down marker, late flag. It's Jake White forced out of bounds inside the 20. Looks like it's gonna come back though.
6: Yeah, they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get Jackson Lee on an illegal man downfield, I believe. Mm. And yes, that will be will be the call. Again, we go back to the play call. We've seen numerous times Jake White coming from the near side to the far side, finding that soft spot in the defense. A little bit of an unfortunate miscommunication with the offensive line. I'm assuming Jackson Lee thought it was a running play because it wasn't even like he was two or three yards down the right. field because I think that's the, the buffer zone that you have. He was almost at the first down marker. Uh, Could have helped make the tackle on Jake White if he wanted to. So it'll be a first and a 15 for the least Scott offense, and we do have a general down
1: on the far side of the field. See if we can get a number on him. Can't quite get the number. We do have, again, an all-target general down on the opposite side of the field. Starting to walk off now. We'll go ahead and take a quick 30-second break and be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. federal credit union is offering a seven month cd at an annual percentage yield of 5.64 percent and a 13 month cd at an annual percentage yield of 5.38 percent four seasons federal credit union is the financial institution for you this promotion is for new deposits only with a twenty five hundred dollar minimum membership eligibility required accounts are federally insured by the national credit union administration contact us for more details you never want to see a player get hurt but it was the star player for Otago. It was number seven, Cameron Wright, who was down on the football field. He was able to walk off under his own power, but very, very slowly. So we hope he's okay and wish to see him back on the football field very, very soon. As Lee Scott comes up throwing, Pelzer's got his man, and it's Harrison Short to the corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Pelzer Reeves stepped up, threw a beautiful ball into the bread basket of Harrison Short. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Just
6: another beautiful play call. We've been calling it all night. It seems like everything that's dialed up is working. Faking the screen to Jake White here on the near side. The corner and the safety both bit on it. Harrison Short slips right in between both of them. Goes up, catches the ball completely in stride. Another beautiful ball there from Poser Reeves. Cuts it inside, just inside the pylon, and adds another six onto the board for the Warriors.
1: Caught it about the 10-yard line and cut up field, and it was history. Warriors... Up 34 to nothing. Relator can make it 35 with the PA team. And he does. 35-0 is the score. Lee Scott rolling here in Prattville with 7-0-1 to play in the third quarter. We'll take a quick break. Be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
7: Experience and knowledge from the pros.
4: Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived. Staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com.
1: running away with it here in the third quarter. It's 35-0. Lee Scott over Otaga with 7 one to play in this third quarter as Matt Relator kicks it away right at the goal line a rare instance as Autaga is going to bring it out across the 20 here on the near side, cuts it back across the 30 and down at the 33-yard line. And that's where Otaga will take over. There's been a, a, a handful of times that Matt Relator hasn't kicked it through the back of the end zone. That was one of them, and the Generals take over, like I mentioned, out across the 30-yard line.
6: And as mentioned before, that general offense will take the field without Cameron Wright down right below us. Without speculating, it does appear to be the shoulder or the collarbone region on that left side. Trainers are working on it. You can tell he's stinging.
1: Screen thrown out to... The 33 yard line. Pickup of maybe one on the play. Catch made by Evan Peak. Yeah, and we hope Cameron Wright's okay. Again, it looks can't quite tell what exactly he's doing again. Don't wanna don't want to speculate. Don't really have any idea what What's going on? Getting his jersey and pads taken off, say, so we'll keep you updated. Pads
6: are coming off, so, again, hopefully that's just getting checked out.
1: As the quarterback, Eamon, throws to the left side, had a man run right around the 35-yard line. It was Damian Dickerson, the intended receiver, floated it over his head, and just like that, his third down with 637 to play in the third.
6: And, again, that's one of those things that we talk about with with Cameron Wright, being such a talent that he has, not overutilizing again you rely on a guy so many times to carry that offense all of a sudden he comes out and we see the offense kind of hit hold to a standstill here so far so just again wanting to not rely on one single guy as good of a playmaker as he is.
1: Eamon looking to throw, tried to run away, just nothing doing. And he's taken down in the backfield at the 25-yard line. Multiple Lee Scott Warriors were there. Give credit to, uh, on the tackle, Hayes Wagner, who is there on the sack for the Warriors. And Otago will punt it away to the dangerous Jake White.
6: And again, that's one thing that we've seen from Lee Scott is if you try and bounce it outside as a quarterback, you are not going to have time to sit there and try and find a receiver. You have to
1: scramble the pocket with a purpose and even pay the price there. Jackson Mosley, the punter, had one blocked already tonight. Was able to get the last one off. Lee Scott brings a little bit of pressure. Able to get that one away as well. Lands at the 45. Will roll to the opposite 45 and out of bounds. Near the 30-yard line, maybe even closer. Did that stay in bounds, it did. Wow. Heck of a punt from Mosley. Looks like it's going to be out right around the 35. Officially be a 44-yard punt. That was impressive. Solid one there. Lee Scott takes over on offense. Okay Yeah, we'll do it uh, Try to do it next break Hopefully this one's got charge in it We're going to find out Lee Scott, 35 Autaga, 0 540 to play In the third quarter It is quarterback Pelser Still in the ballgame I would expect to see them And the starters finish out the third As J.J. Myers is off his right hip Turns, hands it to J.J. Breaks an arm tackle, and able to skate his way across the 35 for a two-yard gain on first down. Such a threat
6: for the Lee Scott offense. You put Harrison Short and Jake White on the near side all the way out wide, and it's a two-on-two matchup. If you're throwing that screen to Jake White or even to Harrison Short, you got to like your chances
1: on one of those guys making one of them miss. Pelzer in the shotgun screen out to the near side. It's Jake White catches it at the 35, looking for a block and forced out of bounds. Near the 50, they're going to call him out at the 49 of Lee Scott. Warriors move the chains once again.
11: And again,
6: taking what the defense gives you right there, the exact same play call coming up, almost looked like a little bit of an RPO. Pelzer chose to go outside to Jake White's. and if the defense is going to give you eight, nine yards, On a little screenplay like that, you're going to take that every single time.
1: Jake White had five touchdowns a week ago against Macon East. He's scoreless here tonight. Kind of surprising that Jake White hasn't busted one off so far as J.J. Myers has one. Tyler Kennedy has a couple. Zajelski has one. As Tyler Kennedy, speaking of him, lowers his shoulder, spin move, but a good open field tackle down at the 41 yard line. It was uh, Jacob Holen on the stop for Otaga, but not before another first down for the Warriors if they give him the distance. I think he got there. The sticks haven't moved yet, though. Yeah, the ball's marked at
6: the plus side of the 42. They're going to call for a measurement. I think that. I think he got there. I think it's, I mean, just looking across the field, it's right. The 1st down marker looks directly even at the 42. The ball is, you know, a third of the way past that.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's got it by about a football. We'll keep it here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. We appreciate you all tuning in to Lee Scott Football. Here on a Friday night, Lee Scott up 35-0 with 429 to play in the third quarter. An impressive performance so far for Lee Scott offensively, defensively. Not really sure what the stoppage is about. Officials talking with the Otaga head coach.
6: Yeah, maybe it wasn't necessarily looking to to move the chains. But, again, while we have a minute, we talk about the speed of the Lee Scott defensive front and the defensive secondary. Okay, so I guess it was a discussion, and without moving the chains, they are going to call it a first down. as. A bit of a a little unnecessary, in my opinion. But going back to it, the speed of the offensive line is something that really goes unnoticed. The IQ, as well. Yes, again, just on a play like that, a little seven yard Tyler Kennedy run, Jackson Lee was able to pull all the way and get that ceiling block for Tyler Kennedy to cut it up and get the first down. Simple plays like that that seem routine, seem like a normal, you know, six, seven yard carry. The offensive line is working their butts off trying to get those holes, so credit to them for creating those holes for the running backs.
1: First and 10 from the 42 of Autauga, it's J.J. Myers, another nice open field tackle around the knees at the 40-yard line, pickup of two, maybe three, if they give him the extra yard falling forward. And it was Jake Robbins, who uh, has three or four different positions listed on the roster. The senior, a nice tackle around the knees once again on J.J. Myers.
6: And again, we've seen tempo with this Lee Scott offense, but we've also seen methodical drives. I expect this one to continue the way that it has, just trying to eat up that third-quarter clock and take it into the fourth quarter. Three-and-a-half on the play clock here in the third quarter.
1: Play clock under 10, three-and-a-half on the game clock. Pelzer in the shotgun, gives it to Banks Sims, breaks a tackle, lowers his shoulder, lays the boom, still on his feet, and taken down at the 30-yard line. Got the first down by a couple of yards, and the Warriors move the chains once again, and it appears an Autogut General down on the field right around the 38 yard line appears to be Brody Lineberry able to get up and jog off under his own power so the Warriors move the chains and they're in business with 317 to play in the third.
6: Such a weapon for that Lee Scott offense in the the backfield you know you think J.J. Myers you think Tyler Kennedy but all of a sudden, you go with that three deep. You get Banks Sims in there and powers off a run like that. There's really no correct option for defense Is trying to plan for that running game.
1: Four receiver set, two to the top, two to the bottom. Tyler Kennedy, the running back, first down for the Warriors. Pelzer, screen to Jake White, gets one block and cannot make a man miss an ankle tackle. Yes, he can, out across the 25 and taken down just outside the red zone at the 21-yard line thought it was going to be a good ankle tackle, but Jake White kept the legs churning, did those high knees that you do back in 2 days and gets down to the <laughs> 21-yard line just outside that Byron Spokehouse breakfast red zone.
6: There's a flag on the near side. It's going to be a block in the back. I did not see the flag. I, didn't either. I did not see. Okay, so it's all the way on the near side. So it looked like it was, Where the flag was thrown does not look like it was thrown at the line of scrimmage where the scream was made, so it had to have been a little bit further down the field. And, yeah, they are moving it back. It's going to be about a first and 17. So, again, unfortunate for J.J. Myers. Fat effort.
1: The football's going backwards. Good news is it is first down. With 2.45 to play, Lee Scott leads 35-0. to Here on the road at Otago. Warriors looking to get back on a winning streak. Thanks to a win over East last week. Reeves in the shotgun. Puts it into the chest to J.J. Myers. Right on the number four. Cuts back up the middle. Breaks another tackle. And down inside the red zone. Taken down eventually at the 15-yard line. It takes two or three Autauga Generals to get him down. Barrett McIntyre will get credit for the tackle. And it's first down inside the red zone. The Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn Tradition for over 30 years.
6: Yeah, I feel like you can give J.J. Myers 100 rushing yards just on play similar to that. It seems like five or six times he's busted through that front line, made one linebacker miss, and easily able to pick up the sticks and a whole lot more.
1: Clock running under two minutes now in this third quarter. Reeves in the shotgun, brings Jake White in motion, and Autaga read it like a book. Maybe a little miscommunication. It was Brooke Zachary in at the running back spot. He turned back towards the middle of the field and then came back. I don't know if that was by design, but Altaga was all over at a loss on the play for Lee Scott.
6: Yeah, usually when you're running the jet sweep, the counter goes the other way. Right. So that way you're going against the flow of the defense that are biting that are biting on the Jake White's little uh little sw- the jet sweep. But that time the counter went in the exact same direction. And almost went, ran right into that Otago sec- front. That
1: was, it got through the offensive line. Taden Allen, number eight for the Generals, limps off the field. Pelzer drops the football in the backfield and smartly jumps on top of it. It'll be third in a really long as the Warriors will have the football right around the 27-yard line. The first down to pick it up is at the five-yard line. So. That's what Lee Scott's got to come up with. They've already seen Matt Relator miss one so far tonight. I'd love to see him get another chance if you can't pick up the first down. Clock counts down under 45 seconds. Play clock is at 12, so they'll have to snap it at least one more time here in this third quarter.
6: See if they try and hit Jake White in between those two safeties.
1: Comes up throwing, gets a screen out to the right. It is Lane Eddins who gets flipped over end around the 25-yard line, maybe the 20, way short of a first down. So We'll see what the decision is. Lee Scott does not have to snap the football. As the third quarter winds down under 10 seconds, Warriors have a decision to make with a 35-0 lead overall target. They are one quarter away from moving on to 5-1. and one. They've got to take care of business, though, here on the road as the fourth quarter coming up on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
6: Later takes the field on a 4th and 13 to attempt a 35-yard field goal. The snap and the hold are clean. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So Matt Rulader tacks on three more. Warriors now lead 38-0 as we enter the fourth quarter. Jacob Goins and Christian Griffin here on the Lee Scott Sports Network.
1: Heck of a kick by Matt Relator. Uh, good response. Looks like the teams are going to be out on the field pretty quickly, so we will keep it right here. Break. Like, take a break. That's the universal signal for break. 11.55 to play in this fourth quarter. A little miscommunication up here in the booth. <laughs> Do you want to blame that one on you or me? You know, I guess if I don't know the universal signal for whatever you are doing, <laughs> you can throw it on me. Maybe that's on me for not telling you that. It's all right, man. Hey, I'll <laughs> take blame. I'll take it. It's all right. <laughs> Some Lee Scott fans starting to trickle towards the exits as we got about an hour and twenty-minute drive home back to Auburn, unless you take the wrong road. Unless you take the wrong road and you take the longer way and you go through the toll, the toll booth. That was an interesting experience. (laughs) As Matt Relater boots it away for Lee Scott back through the end zone for another touchback. 38-0 Lee Scott, 11.55 to play in this fourth quarter, waiting to see if we get a signal for a running clock. We usually do, but see what the officials and coaches decide. Yeah, a lady at the toll booth was not too happy to see Albert. No, Network on she the wasn't. She was not oh, a fan she, of Auburn.
6: She 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 went out of her way to let us know that too. Yeah, she did. I she, mean she hey She was not shy on, on her her opinions and her beliefs. So I guess, you know. What do you expect, right? Credit I her mean, for, for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey.
6: Hey, we, we went out of our way to go and pay you on the toll road. Yeah, we went out of so, our way to pay that dollar fifty. And that and that's
1: the service we get? I know. And we got called out for being Auburn fans. This is unbelievable can have
6: nice things. I mean, it's it's a little bit ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Run up the middle for Otaga on first down from the 20-yard line. Pickup of a few.
7: 11:35
1: to play in this fourth quarter. Lee Scott all over. Otaga 38 to zero. Quarterback in the shotgun, hands it off to the near side, gets out on the edge. And a flag, multiple flags come flying in. Pickup of one, maybe two, takes out the official here on the near side.
6: And just the official warning with that hold on the Generals, it does appear that number seven Cameron Wright is done. For the evening, sitting on the bench, uh, without a jersey on, without knee pads on or anything, so it does appear that his day is done.
1: Yeah, I hate to see really,
6: that. A lot of credit goes to him for for the fight that he put. I mean, again, the amount of total yards that he ran that won't go on the stat sheet is, is a major credit credit to him. Just the ability of of control on the football field. It seems like he's doing what he wanted, uh, whenever he wanted to, making people miss, using his speed along the outside. And as you mentioned, only a sophomore. Really going to be a heck of a player for this Generals team in in the upcoming years.
1: So after the holding penalty, second and really long as the quarterback... Rolls out to his right. Big hit by Christian Horak. He's all over the place. The junior linebacker for the Warriors after getting banged up in the first half. He's been everywhere in the second half. A big loss on the play once again. Again, we talk about it.
6: you got to roll out with a little bit of an awareness and a pressure to you. Urgency. Yeah. Perfect word for it. Hayden Kelly was the first man there. Grabbed him by the legs. And as you mentioned, Horak with the final blow.
1: Mason Eamon, the senior quarterback. He's been running pretty much all night. He's in the shotgun. Lee Scott showing a little pressure off the edge. They bring it. It's just a conservative run on third and a million as they get near the 10-yard line with 10.05 to play in the fourth quarter. Generals will come out and punt it away. And why not? Jake White. Into return it for Lee Scott, and this is not a, this is not a tactic by the Warriors to, to try to put a punt return touchdown or anything on. This is the guy you trust handling punts. Definitely. You get experience because in a game later on down the road, you want to make sure that Jake White is comfortable and ready to go returning punts. Lee Scott brings the house. I think they got a piece of it. It's still a decent kick, though. From their end zone, going to roll all the way to the 40. Now near the 43-yard line. It is still in Generals territory, but able to make something out of nothing.
6: There's a flag, though.
1: Yeah, back there in the end zone. Punter Jackson Mosley is limping a little
6: bit, so they're actually going to call Oh wow. uh, a roughing the kicker, which, again, if – I almost agree with you that I think they got a piece of it, and if that's the case, roughing is it completely they, yeah, out of the question. Yeah, it
1: appeared they got a piece of it, but I don't so know. Maybe they did. I the
6: question that that is being asked because if if Lee Scott did get a piece of that football, then the roughing the punter is out of the out of scenario. But the the back judge did not appear or did not appear to have a view of whether or not. At least got tipped it and so it will be a first down for the generals and again we talk about the execution and and you know playing clean football I, I understand that you're wanting to go make a play but again in a, in a game like this late in the fourth quarter it's not necessarily going to make a big play but I, going into the near future with the offense having the ball at what would be plus territory,
1: trying to eliminate those mistakes could be really shoulder later on in the season. Rush off the right side, pickup of two on the first down here as we approach nine minutes to play. In the fourth and final quarter, Lee Scott on top of Autaga, 38-0. Warriors trying to pitch a shutout here tonight for what would be the second time this season.
6: Yeah, pitch that shutout against Monroe at home in week two. And twice, they've only given up one touchdown. But again, having having the zero on the scoreboard for a defense is, is a major credit to them. And a big time confidence booster going forward. There's nothing doing there on the second down play. Brings up a third, about nine and a half. And again, seems like the generals are playing very conservative, trying to eat as much clock as possible, just trying to escape out of here.
1: Just over eight minutes on the game clock here. Lee Scott, defensively this season, only giving up double-digit points once, and it was to Glenwood where they gave up 42, which is a lot. But you look at Autauga and what's coming up. They play Listley Scott team, obviously, and Glenwood two out of their next three games as Amon comes up, throw, and finds his man out across the middle. It's a foot race down on the right sideline. He is going to go across the ten to the end zone, and a touchdown for the Autauga Generals. Amon, the quarterback, Mason Amon finds his receiver. He runs all the way down the end of the field. It's Barrett McIntyre. And the Generals are in the end zone for the first time tonight. That's what we get for talking yeah, about is, the,
6: the shutout. That is 100% the epitome of a announcer's
1: jinx. Well, we'll text Jacob we, Osmond afterwards, and yeah, we'll, defensive we will, coordinator. We'll apologize for that one. That, game, that
6: touchdown is not on the defense. That is 100% up in the booth. We will take full credit for that. But, again, heck of a play there from Eamon and from McIntyre. Just a little slant route and was able to beat the corner and the safety down the sideline. Shut off a little bit of speed all the way down the field. And the Warriors look to tackle on the extra point. I'm sorry, the Generals look to tackle on the extra point.
1: Oh, and it's blocked. Low kick, Warriors get up to block it. And the score remains at 6 for the home team. Lee Scott 38, Autauga 6 with 7.46 to play here in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. (laughs) Sorry, Coach Osmond. Yeah, over my very short broadcasting career so far... My broadcaster's curse, is it's alive and well, man. It is, it's is—it's bad. It's really bad. I got caught really bad at basketball season a few times. <laughs> Baseball, too. I'm really yeah. bad there, too. I think the funniest one I've ever seen was, it was just some
6: Tuesday night NBA game, but it was like the ninth game of the season, and Steph Curry, to start the year, was 42 of 42 yeah. on free throws. And, you know, obviously a stat like that you're aware of it as a, as a player and so he goes up after getting fouled and misses the first one and immediately points over <laughs> to all three calling the game and the two other announcers totally throw the other guy under the bus saying it was him it was him so yep. it, it's it's definitely true the, the the announcers jinx is is definitely a thing and and unfortunately uh, a perfect example of it there.
1: Lee Scott gives up the first points of the night defensively a long touchdown for Altaga. nice pitch and catch from From quarterback to receiver, Mason Eamon to Barrett McIntyre. Senior to sophomore on the connection. And it's 38-6 with 7.46 to play here in Prattville.
6: And the Warriors will surrender the deep kickoff as Jake White is the only player further than about 13 yards. And after this kick, we will pause 10 seconds for station identification. The onside kick. Is falling on harmlessly from J.J. Myers. Always nice to have the hands, team. Let's pause 10 seconds. Four station identification, you're listening to Lee Scott Sports on the Lee Scott Sports Network.
0: AU-100 is W-A-U-E and W-A-U-E-H-D, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network.
1: 38-6 to is our score. Lee Scott on top of Otaga here with 7.46 to play in the fourth and final quarter. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We appreciate you all tuning in all night long here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Those of you tuned in on the stream as well on YouTube and Facebook. We appreciate you all being a part of what is going to be a nice victory for the Warriors here on a Friday night. It's Kennedy on the first down carry from their own 49-yard line. Picks up five, maybe six, and into general territory on the first down carry.
6: Seven and a half to play on the game clock for the Warriors. In control here, looking just to continue to play clean football. Run the ball, eat up as much clock as you can, and take that safe short trip. Without the toll. Without back the toll. To, <laughs> back to Auburnopolak like
1: area. Lee's well, got looking to move to five and one on the season, three and one in region play with Bessemer coming to town next week. Handoff off this right side, it's Brooke Zachary. No, excuse me. It is no, it is Brooke Zachary. My apologies, I second guess myself. It is Brooke Zachary. Off the right end, gets close to the first down marker, going to be about a yard short at the 44-yard line, third down for the Warriors. And again, just a freshman. We've seen him
6: in situations like this, but the ability to take the load off of J.J. Myers, Tyler Kennedy, Jake White, guys like that, but having somebody that can come in and produce with the ball in his hands, he's been really impressive so far through the season.
1: Lee Scott taking their time, and as I mentioned, they have Bessemer coming to Auburn next week, a trip that we had to make last year, and very glad uh, that we get to have that game at home next week there at Judd Scott Field, the last regular season game of 2023 for Lee Scott. As the handoff up the middle, he is there for the first down. Looks to be Tyler Kennedy, and it is. No, they're going to say he's short. I think he was short. I think that's the right call. I think he was about a yard short. I thought he got there, but second... On second look, comes up about a yard short, and we'd expect Lee Scott to go for it. With 5.50 to play in this fourth quarter, they lead 38 6 over Otago.
6: Yeah, JJ Myers <laughs> comes into the play or into the huddle, and I'd expect him to get that handoff right up the middle, try and fall forward for the first down.
1: Reeves in the shotgun, turn, puts it into number four, lowers his head, hit immediately. And, Christian, we don't see that often. He was stopped. He was stopped short on the fourth down carry.
6: Give some credit that that general defense.
7: They're
1: getting, they're forcing a turnover on downs. 5.13 to play. Autoga takes over on downs from their own 43-yard line. Clock stopped at 5 minutes and 13 seconds. As senior quarterback rolls back out there, Mason Amen, who does have a touchdown pass tonight, does have two interceptions on the night as well. Hand off, down Broadway, puts his foot in the ground out across the 50-yard line, and it's good for a first down. We see some young guys in there for Lee Scott defensively. Carry made by Bryant Dupree. 46-yard line clock. Don't know why we're stopping it at this point, but five minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. First down, Generals into Lee Scott Territory. Man in motion from left to right, fake to him, handoff up the middle. It is Dupree once again, and the Warriors stop him this time after a pickup of one, maybe one and a half, to the 45-yard line.
6: Yeah, you might beat the Warriors' defense once right up the middle. I don't think you're beating them twice or three times. Warriors' defense, too experienced and too strong up the middle to allow that to happen.
1: One thing that Lee Scott does not have that will has a chance to come back in and bite them later on in the year, depth at the offensive and defensive line position. That is something that even in a game like this, you're having to play all your starters because you just don't have all that many linemen as that carry by Jacob Holen is stopped short or really stopped in his tracks. Nowhere to run. It's third down for the Generals, and that's something that Lee Scott's got to find a way to overcome, which is extremely tough when you're looking for bodies and you just don't have them. Yeah, and I think you know putting yourself in as many
6: correct situations as possible.
1: Hear that warrior band over there?
6: But uh, you know,
1: and screen out to the left, hits his receiver right around the 47-yard line. It's Key William Cook. And for the first time tonight, his first reception of the ball game gets out to the 45-yard line. It'll be fourth down and around nine for the Generals. But just putting your team
6: in the correct spot, that Warriors defense, is used to running four down. Uh, After about halfway through the second quarter, we saw him go to almost like a 3-3-5 type defense, and it's created a lot of success. And just putting guys in in the correct spots right there is really going to help longevity in the future.
1: Altaga out to punt it away. It is Hutchins-Blommeyer back to return the kick as he sets up camp at the 10-yard line. Five on the play clock. They get it off. It's a fake. They're going to throw it with a lineman down the left sideline, and it is almost intercepted by Hutchins Blomire. It would have been coming across the field, got his hands on it, wasn't able to grab it, and a flag down at the 20-yard line. Why not if you're all talking a 38-6 game with 250 to play? Heck of a throw. Just had a little too much air underneath it, and a good play by Lee Scott to have a heads-up mentality, and it's warrior football.
6: No, it's going to actually – there's a flag on the play. Oh, my Uh, goodness. Was that on Goss? was It was, yeah. Oh. No, it, was, it, was the, it was the correct call. It was a defensive pass interference. Whoever, the, the corner guarding the punt, punt returner on the outside didn't turn his head around, so had no idea that there was a fake being run. Didn't see and that. And so was sitting there, you know, tugging on the jersey the entire time. So when the ah. receiver went up to make the play, had a whole lot of jersey in there. So, again, the correct call, an unfortunate one. But a correct call nonetheless. Makes it first and ten
1: at the 30 for Otago. So a first down picked up for the Generals off the penalty, coming off the fake punt attempt. Amen, screen to the right, gets his man at the 30, miss, makes a couple of guys miss, cuts back up the middle, an ankle tackle at the 10-yard line. It's a touchdown saving tackle. It was Damian Dickerson. I believe that's his first reception of the night. Puts Altaga inside the red zone for the first time tonight as the clock
6: runs right at that 2.30 spot. Again, we'll talk about it post-game, the the clean football on the defensive side of the ball. Two defensive penalties on fourth down. Last one last drive resulted in a touchdown, and this one again continues to drive for Otago that could very
1: easily put points on the board right here as well. Well, Lee Scott blows up the running play. It's Sam Jackson. Haven't called his name a bunch tonight, but he makes the big stop there with 2.10 to play. In the fourth quarter, Lee Scott leads 38-6 over Otaga on the road. And again, we hate saying that it's not gonna matter in this game
6: because you know you think that you're not gonna make that mistake in a game in in a crucial situation, but just a couple mistakes there and you see how that relates to points relatively fast it's almost like you know playing basketball you get a two-out walk you feel like that guy scores more times than not every yep. single time and those are just the penalties or the i guess on the, on the field just those plays that kill you but on the football field just the penalties that you really don't want to see and you want to avoid as a defense
1: short gain on the second down carry it'll be third down for altaga 130 on the clock right around the seven yard line Maybe the six. For man in motion from left to right. They hand it off up the middle, out to them outside. On the left, has to get a touchdown tackle. Can't do it. And the Generals score another touchdown here as the clock continues to wind down. It was Brian du- Dupree. Apologies about that. Brian Dupree, who scores the touchdown for the Generals. It's time for us you to see, go. see, in a game like this, <laughs> having a mistake like that isn't that big of a deal. That's right. right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's on me. I'll take credit on that one. But you're absolutely right. That's two penalties that gave Otaga first downs, and they went down and scored. And against teams like Glenwood, when you're playing them in a state championship game, possibly, you can't do that against a Glenwood team that's extremely talented, and, and it's a fake PAT. It's the quarterback throws it to the corner, no good. Falls incomplete as Mason Amon comes up throwing. Had a receiver down there covered up by Lee Scott, and it is no good. Thirty-eight to twelve is your score, and with one oh eight to play, we'll have a kickoff, one or two snaps, and this ball game will be over. Yeah,
6: as you mentioned, going back to to another reference other than football, You talked about the walks always coming back to be those two out runs score that you don't want as a coach. Given a team that has a very good offense, such as Glenwood, is very similar to giving an offense on the baseball field four outs in an inning. Those teams like that are going to make you pay. And so eliminating those doing the job that you need to do. Again, if you're the defense, you're off the field twice, and, and it's a shutout. But then, you know, mistakes like that, and all of a sudden a 12 on the scoreboard for Otago as we await the kickoff and as you mentioned either a couple run plays or just a couple kneel downs but if you are Autaga, some really positive steps in the right direction in this fourth quarter Really, a couple things that you can build off of going forward it looks like another onside kick will be attempted and it's more of a pooch kick Jake White bobbles it, picks it up, and then will just take a knee wisely. Smartly so. Trying to avoid any sort of injuries, any sort of chaotic play. And Lee Scott will take the field for the final time tonight. in what was a very impressive offensive performance for Lee Scott, both from Pelzer Reeves, a couple of beautiful dimes, finding their way into the end zone. The running game was dominant through the tackles, and it just seemed like every play call – For Lee Scott, found some sort of success. Lee Scott coming away, five touchdown drives. Two other drives that resulted in field goals. One of them missed, one of them made from Matt Relator. Resulting in those 38 points. And it does look like the Warriors will put themselves in the best position in football. That winning formation. A little bit different than what you're used to seeing is a a shotgun snap.
1: Shotgun, yeah. Shotgun knee as Warriors will uh, the Warriors will have to snap it just one more time. Play clock is at about 33 seconds. Game clock at 46. So they'll have to snap it one more time before this football game is over. Stay tuned. You're coming up on AU100, au100fm.com, and the AU100 app as we have the Troy Bank and Trust post game show. The best of a local bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a Region of One. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. That's coming up here after the conclusion of this game. And the Warriors take a knee. And that'll do it. Lee Scott defeats Autaga on the road 38-12 and a good performance. Gave up a couple of scores late, but overall, Lee Scott will walk home and will go home happy with a 38-12 victory here on the road. Warriors climb to 5-1. Autaga, the Generals fall to 4-2. and two. Stay tuned. The Troy Bank of Trust postgame show is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic
2: bending stretching walking the simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain when that happens the orthopedic clinic is here to help the orthopedic clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs physical therapy and sports medicine with offices conveniently located in auburn and opelika the orthopedic clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion visit the to schedule your appointment today
3: Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opalanka Road.
12: Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of High School Football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith's Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile.
13: September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure blood drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure blood drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure.
0: At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly, local, expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Warrior football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show on the Lee Scott Sports Network.
1: The final from Autauga in Prattville, Alabama. Your Lee Scott Warriors victorious once again. It's a 38-12 win for Lee Scott Academy here on the road. I'm Jacob Coens with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Joining me, as he always does in the booth, it's Christian Griffin, my color commentator, alongside me as we welcome you inside the Troy Bank & Trust post-game show. Troy Bank & Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one, Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Christian, uh, until that fourth quarter, it was really a good football game from Elise Scott offensively, defensively, had special team plays as well. And you saw two teams who were 4-1 and one coming into the game, but you could tell Lee Scott was just the better team tonight.
6: Yeah, again, we talk about it, it all starts with the line of scrimmage. Pelzer had no pressure when he was in the backfield. Both running backs, J.J. Myers, Tyler Kennedy, had ginormous, I feel like that's an easy, uh, the correct word to say, running to lanes, uh, what felt like the entire night, busted out plays, even if they got behind the sticks early. Were able to pick up 10, 15 yards numerous times just to make those drives relatively easy. We saw a couple times, I mean, five plays, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And the, the biggest thing I think that, that Lee Scott does is they capitalize on the opposing team's mistakes very, very well, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's a mistake as big as a turnover or a a capitalization on something as simple as, as a bobbled snap, just something that goes in the wrong direction for the offense, that Lee Scott defense, it just seems like they use that to their advantage every single time.
1: What are you looking forward to next week as Lee Scott looks to go back home for the last regular season home game of the year as Bessemer comes to town? Lee Scott's got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Yeah, first uh, being at home, not having not the drive.
6: <laughs> yes, but uh, again, for for the football team, just I feel like you use the word building very very relaxed, but it's just such a key term, being able to build on the confidence. You know that you have three road weeks ahead of you following the uh, t- next Friday's action. So fixing everything you can at home, not having those hostile environments, making sure that you're able to fine-tune everything that you need to, and having a fourth quarter like this on the road could turn out to be very beneficiary for, for that Lee Scott defense as it gives you something to to focus on going forward. If everything, you know, if Flea Scott would have pitched a shutouts, it's a lot harder to find simple mistakes with, with things like that. But but having a couple mistakes there leading to points. Coach Osmond is gonna have, you know, some things to work on with that defense. And as the offensive side, just continuing to do what you do, play the type of game that you play. Again, we saw the only time that, that it felt like they weren't playing their type of football where they weren't in control of the offense was that Glenwood game where it seemed like they fell into what Glenwood was wanting them to run so I feel like just continuing to build on that momentum as you go into those roadway, those road games in the future.
1: Lee Scott victorious over Ottaga, 38 to 12 here on the road. Warriors again moving to five and one on the on the season, three and one in region play. The Generals falling to four and two on the year and two and two in region play. Another result from uh, the Auburn High Tigers. They get a gritty 13 to seven victory over Ramsey there in Birmingham, and of course they are now five and one taking on Opoleka next week. So that'll be a lot of fun. As as well for Auburn High School. But oh, Lee Scott is victorious. Thirty eight to twelve here on the road. This has been the Troy Bank and Trust post game show. Troy Bank & Trust is the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank & Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. A reminder that all of our games, including tonight's, was presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. A reminder that tomorrow on Wings 94.3, our sister station there in Auburn and Opelika, our full Auburn University football coverage will begin at 10 30 a.m with game day on wings 94.3 our pre-game show with Jumpin' jack hudden and uncle t-bone wade bennett they will get going at 10 30 a.m on wings 94.3 that rolls into the tiger tailgate show and then kickoff between auburn and georgia there at jordan Hare stadium at 2 30 p.m on wings 94.3 we appreciate you all tuning in to Lee Scott Football here tonight on the home of the Lee Scott Sports Network, AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app for my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goetz Warriors win once again here on the road at Otaga with Bessemer coming to town next week. Stay safe and go Warriors.
0: You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing, on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by... The Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank & Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.